welcome in to Rossi on Wrestling. This is going to be a really, really good one. I sound like I have a phony voice, but it doesn't matter about just me. It is, I am part of it. You I'm, always I'm sound part. like you have kind of a phony voice, though. But this part, really, in the beginning, it's hard to start. It's a hard start. Yeah, it's hard to be conversational. Hey, how you doing there? You having a good day? Because I am. Anyways, I am Jason Rossi. With me, as always, my tag team partner in the podcast sphere, the most talented man that seems a little frustrated today. I'm going to be honest. No, I'm good. I'm good. I'm, I'm happy to be talking wrestling. And, yes. and what a week of wrestling it was. And we're not even going to get to touch on as much as I'd like. But yeah. wow. Raw was not the worst thing I've ever seen. And SmackDown was great until the end. Yeah, so, so if you think about it, five not hours. Not great until the end. The end was terrible. It was great till that point. Yes. Uh, five hours of wrestling. And we'll, we'll get. We'll break it down a shorter segment as we um, usually give you the good, the bad, the ugly. But we're going to do a shorter way because today we're going to be focusing on the first three years of AJ Styles and the WWE. Uh, to, I will quote it uh, several times and, I, and you know we'll kind of run through it and see how we feel. Going into this, I believe, or going into my research, because obviously I've done a lot of work on this now, but going into this, I think AJ Styles incorrect. has... Incorrect what? You're incorrect. Uh, well, you're about yeah, to say. AJ Styles has had the best three-year debut run in WWE history. That's my argument going in. We'll see, because even some stuff I was like, man, that was a... Uh, that was a clunker? Yeah. Yeah, there was some in there, but we'll get to him. And uh, yeah, like, Quickly touching yeah. on last week, by the way, I Please. thought that was a fun argument. We uh, we discussed it further with one of our buddies, Kevin, and still nobody has told me why Seth Rollins is deserving. Yeah, it. I think Kevin said the same thing. I was saying on the podcast. He kept deflecting to WWE I'm, creative. I'm not deflecting. That's one of the reasons. Yeah, that but was we, one that's like issues. saying, like on television, I don't like this character, but he needs to be written for better. It's like, well, we he's know that he's not performing up to standards. That that stuff was different. That and was good. He's not. The creative isn't good. Creative is not but, good for a lot of people. Yeah. Take it and make it better. Like. I don't see him trying, and that was the point. And Kevin, I, you, I know you're listening. You're wrong, <laughs> and you can't come back at me right now. But you're wrong. Yeah. I listen. I don't think I also. I think at one point I was just like getting so mad because you just kept talking about the creative. I was like, what am I supposed to say here? But I do think you made some good points. I think overall, I don't think overrated is still quite the term to be used for Seth Rollins. Yeah, he's but, worse than that. Nah, was he just bad? Bad <laughs> Rollins. Well, this week didn't do him any favors, but yep. let's kick off this week. Instead of doing good, the bag, the ugly, we're just going to kind of run down some of the big things that happened in WWE this week. No uh, news across the world. Uh, not major things actually happening anyways. We'll start it all off with the push of Finn Balor. It's Balar. like 2016 all over wow. again. Drink it in. It was great. It was. and it started- The way they got there kind of sucked because the whole Strowman storyline, we'll touch on that, was yeah. stupid. But they made something out of a bad situation. The match against Jinder helped build that you know, moment of, oh, it's not going to happen now. This is going to be the excuse. Still kind of thought it was going to happen, and it did, and it was fucking awesome. Yeah, and let, let's start with it. So Strowman starts the night off on Raw saying that he can't wait to, like, he's doing the Ryback feed me more, and it's become get these hands. Don't know if I like that. You Ryback guy, by the way. But, you know, I, I get it. it. It's more to give Braun Strowman. Clearly, Braun Strowman is not good to go. He, he didn't wrestle at TLC when he beat Baron Corbin. And that's what's Something... infuriating about this is that you put him on the marquee for this thing for so long, and you yeah. kind of knew he wasn't going to be there. They could have probably gotten out of it. Maybe they thought he'd be ready, but nonetheless, clearly not ready. All the insiders, all the Dave Meltzers, the Mike Johnsons, any websites you're reading, they're saying he was not ready. The plan was to go in some direction like this. They just didn't know when. And this is that whole new creative idea, like figure out – you may be better or for worse, but they were going to figure it out as they got closer. But nonetheless, he gets taken out of the match because 
he ripped the door off of Vince McMahon's limo. Which, which was, it, it was looked cool. cool. It looked By the good way, visual. that doesn't prove, like, it, they're selling the storyline of maybe he's more okay than he is with those camera cuts. They were obviously lifting it up for him. Oh, yeah, the anytime, hydraulics. Yeah, this is old school Strowman from, like, a year ago. Yeah, when like he when was he, just remember the ambulance he flipped over? The grappling hook is the best thing. Oh, ever. that was the, that was I amazing. hated that. No, that was, that was incredible. hated that. Every week, this kid that was with a like, ding. It's like, Bruce, take your pills. Yeah, well, look, I got, like, text messages. People somewhat really care about me. Zoom but it, sign. it oh. was it was old school Braun from a year ago. Yes, established a little more character, getting back to where he was. The debut, uh, the not debut, the uh, feature from Elias there. Oh, that was good. I like that kind of that's stuff. What, that's a little be addition. That they're stealing that kind of stuff from SmackDown and steal more from SmackDown. Yeah, and steal more from 20 years ago. That's what is actually going on backstage. I know he's not just sitting there playing a song where people are, but he's backstage. If me and you were walking through our work, not, you know, we both work in the media world, and we go away from, let's say, the the, the talent side, that's what happens. People are just around. Yeah. I like that. You see people from other shows, all that. It was great. Rips the door off of Vince McMahon's car. Ends up getting told that he's going to be a $100,000 fine or whatever. Flips over the limo, is out of the title match, and thrown out of the building. Okay, done. We're done with Strowman. Now Vince says he's going to be holding, you know, open, you know, people can come in to see who wants to be the number one contender. I like that. The couple segments. You saw EC3. You saw Jerry Lawler. Just signed a two-year deal with WWE. But my big heat of the week, one of the things is you tell people what to care about and the promos during the SmackDown tag team division, it's already the worst thing on your all on both shows, and then you bury it even more oh, with raw, that. Yeah. You have three hours. You don't need to do promos during the middle of a match. Yeah. I, Infuriating. Th- there is a lot of reports going out right now that, uh, or that are out there waiting to see a viable source. There's a Twitter account called Wrestling, Wrestling Boats or Wrestle Boats, and they said that the... Um, Revival asked for their release right after that match due to not only their push not it kind of being the way they wanted or their characters not being the position they want but also due to the fact of that match having the multiple, promo in the middle. multiple interjections during their actual time to be on television. You're, you're telling people this isn't important and we you can are. break it. We're, we're breaking into it for no reason. Yeah, so let's circle it back here. So then Finn Balor, so then basically Vince McMahon comes out and says he's going to name the number one contender. John Cena comes out, cuts a promo. Drew McIntyre comes out. And you kind of already see where this is going. I thought it was just going to be those two. I didn't think it was going to be Finn at all. I no, I thought it was those two. Happy. I thought it would be a one-on-one match between, because I thought we were going to get that last week. I actually want to see this match with this new Drew McIntyre with this edge who's kind of floating right now. You know, when he was with Ziggler, there was a little bit of heat with him. Right now, he's kind of just like out there with Cena. And then, next you know, Baron Corbin comes out, which, big mistake with all these Baron Corbin promos. I'm a Corbin fan. Oh, I love Corbin. But a month ago, we were basically saying Corbin's crap as he was the representation of creative. Now, there's, he was already, this is his second promo of the night. Then, well, the three of them are out there. Finn Balor, music hits, comes in, tells Vince McMahon, I know you don't believe in me, which was outstanding. Which is true. You know that Vince doesn't like guys this size and yeah. guys that get injured because they he can't feels like he can't trust them. Yeah. And I was doing research for this podcast, listening to an AJ Styles one, and I'll just say it now to you know, and we can toss it in yeah. when we get there. But he said when he debuted at the Royal Rumble that Vince went up to him and said, "I'm worried about putting you out at three because people aren't going to know who you are." Yeah. And that's the way he looks at things. So this promo from Vince. Was a taste of real life because oh, I Finn, guarantee yeah. you he's not a big fan of Finn Balor. He had to be very convinced to give him the title in the first place, yep. and then he got hurt, and now they're giving him another chance, which he totally deserves. Yes. So this is a great moment for Finn Balor. I really, I want him to win it. I know he's probably not gonna, but this was one of those things we were talking about. We want the title match not to be this, you know, ridiculous 
heavyweight thing. You wanted to be Royal a guy Rumble. in the mid in the mid card to be boosted up into a position, as we talked about Hardcore Holly in two thousand two. It was a good story, all that. This is a perfect spot for Finn Balor. This would what, what it was supposed to be a year ago. This was the rumored match. Instead, we got Strowman, Kane, and Brock Lesnar. Don't ever watch that match. It's useless, useless, as in Houston, and it was. It was bad. It just wasn't necessary. It was just an easy win for Lesnar, which is fine. So this can be too. But we just saw that match against Daniel Bryan. I think we're going to see a lot of that. We'll get to that in our preview next yeah. week. But uh, as Billy said, Finn Balor cuts his promo, says, great line. A lot of beef in this ring. Yeah. Thought that was outstanding. Gets a match versus Jinder to qualify for the match. Beats Jinder, a bigger guy. Give him a little more credibility. Goes into the main event. Fatal four-way. Ends up, you know, looking real good in there. Did a couple Seth Rollins uh, sling blades. The, yes. Well, that's his move, and he <laughs> actually delivers it with charisma. But two things. First of all, the ending of that match with Cena giving him the rub, horrible. Oh, well, let's get there. Doesn't need to do it. But let's first say. Just he, the handshake. But he hits he hits Cena with the, with the coup de gras, pins him. Cena did a great move, if you notice it. Rolled to the middle of the ring, where most guys kind of, like, square their body. Middle of the ring, the one, two, three, Finn Balor is your number one contender for Brock Lesnar. And then, yes. So then Cena stands there with him in the ring. Go ahead. Does not need to give him the rub in that way. The handshake, I always love the handshake. Yeah. Then you dip your head, you walk out of the ring, and he cuts that promo. If he cuts that promo, he's trending towards Becky Lynch level, saying, Vince, suck it, instead of Cena saying, hey, look, you just proved everybody wrong. No, that's his moment. And I know Cena, like, I don't think he personally asked for it. I think that's a Vince thing, like, He's going to give you the rub, kid. Yeah. No, you can't look at it like that because you're weakening his character by having to have somebody else See, say I don't think you're weakening it. I think you're actually giving him the broader stroke rub. I think if people were to I tune in. It. I'm just saying, yeah. it, me and you watch every week. And a lot of the people probably listen to this watch on a more weekly basis or, or enjoy wrestling a little bit more than us. If you're seeing this from the outside, that's the stuff that's going to be running. That's the stuff you're going to be seeing in the magazines. John Cena holding up Finn Balor's hand pointing and if you ever click on youtube i'm sure there's a ton of hits on that as well but you want to build your guy and that was a better way to build your guy they went the wrong way it's nitpicky we'll see how it, no but, it is but it, it, at the same time i understand it because it could have just ended with the handshake the hug the point the music we're done yeah or I, even him cutting that promo would have been yeah. cool and then the other thing real quick just to finish this one off yeah if he beats brock lesnar it's not going to be as big a shock as brock lesnar beating the undertaker but it will create a wave, and people will, you know, that that will be one of those things that gets on ESPN yep. because Brock Lesnar's going back to UFC, and they might not want to do the title thing with him in UFC. They might want to keep it on him. I don't, I don't care. Make a star out of Finn Could Balor you? at the Royal Rumble because a lot of eyes are going to be on the Royal Rumble. And this is what we say. Use your older guys to make stars. This yeah. is how this you is make a This is a, a great superstar. opportunity. This is a great opportunity. It would just be so interesting, and I don't think they'll go there, to have Finn Balor. And I know things can change because there's still months to go. Finn Balor and Daniel Bryan going in as champions. Yes. It would just blow my mind. But at the same time, but it's you all get about how you do you it. you got to get out of the old way of thinking. And I always hear no, about the right. on all these old shows and everything he's in saying, you don't want to see the guy next door wrestle. Nowadays, no, I do want to see those guys, see but I want to see them win at Mania. I want to see that crowning at Mania. But at the same time, I, I have an idea of how Finn could still be that crown guy, but I'll pin it for next week. Uh, some other big things that went down on Raw. Oh, okay. You want to? Yeah, I was gonna say we got to get to Becky because that's the next lead. Well, let me just quickly. Yeah. Well, Be what do we have to say about Becky? She's awesome. She's the, badass. The beginning of SmackDown was phenomenal. Yeah, she was great. Everything was we'll great. We'll be quick on this one because the opening. She drives in in a, like a Durango. Badass. She looked cool. She goes up to Drinks heavy machinery milkshake. with uh, New Day making some concoction with like full eggs, all this stuff. Drinks the shake. She goes not strong enough. Not strong enough. Great. Goes to the ring. Cuts a killer promo. 
And then the Iconics come out. Oh, that, no, sorry. Well, Asuka, Asuka comes out, the Iconics come out, and this is how you book yeah, that's a how you use them. You don't have, like, on Raw, what would have happened? They would have been like, all right, GM comes out, tag team match. No, they did it perfectly. They yeah. did S- two singles whatever matches. Whatever you can do, I can do better. And Becky Lynch, this was all over the internet, fucking uh, the, throat punches Peyton Royce. She should have beat her right there. I know they need you need time in the match, but she, like, went to start the matches, throat puncher. Everyone's tweeting about it. It's a great gif out there. It's outstanding. Becky is just continues oh, to be put in the right position. I still don't like her in this title match, but they made me feel but better they, about they it this week. they made me care more yes. about it. I don't like it either, but SmackDown does a better job of making me care. Okay, then we had a new IC champion crown this week with your boy, oh my God. The, the, what's his new thing? The almighty, the almighty Bobby, Bobby Lashley. Lashley. He doesn't even say Lashley anymore. He doesn't do the Lashley. Lee. Lashley. Which was great. Which was starting to get me annoyed in the right way. Anyways, the long story short of this, triple threat match, Dean Ambrose, Seth Rollins, Lashley, IC Championship match. Lashley wins. Well, the first thing pa- right off the top is, why are these guys in a match again? I just saw two of them wrestle last week. And they week. said it was the end of the I feud. I don't need to see it again. And then you have the champ get pinned by one of the guys. The triple threats are set up to have the other guy or, take the pin. Yeah. You bury bury Dean Ambrose. He looks terrible. Seth Rollins didn't look good coming out of this. And like you said... Before we talked about this, yeah. Bobby Lashley didn't feel like a heel at the end. No, it, the whole thing was weird. First big issue I have is, why is Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose teaming up together? Like, to exactly. take on oh Lashley. Oh my god, I brought this up in the text, but I, I didn't have my computer with my notes. But that was fucking mind-blowing. So, what are you What What are you doing? So two months ago, two, plus, two months plus... They hate each they, other. Roman Reigns in real life, Joe Anoki, whatever. Sorry, I know I'm saying that name wrong. Um, he comes out... And says he has leukemia. They have this heartfelt, real raw emotion between the three of the Shield members yep. with Dean and Seth. Later that night, Dean and Seth win the tag title. Dean Ambrose turns heel. Like it or not, doesn't matter. That right there should start one of the most blood feud, heel like hate feuds, and it has done nothing. And not even. And I'm a huge Seth Rollins guy. I want him to kind of be the face. It's done nothing for him in that feud. Dean Ambrose has gone backwards. He had one or two decent promos. When I and, saw that, I lost and, and they're, my shit. They're double teaming on Lashley. They hate each other. Hate each other. And they're double teaming Lashley for no reason. This match shouldn't have happened. Dean Ambrose, I am so behind. I think he could be one of those great underdog babyface early Stone Cold before he got over. And every time it seems like he gets a title, it's the biggest mistake. And not maybe for him or it's creative. They don't know what to do. He wasted that championship. That IC, you will never the, remember the IC, this. Run. They made the IC title so unimportant when the Miz had made it the best Very title important. in the entire yeah, company. Because he made, he talked about it. He wanted it. Dean Ambrose never, and even Seth Rollins before him, it never seemed like the title actually mattered. And it's not open challenges. When Dolph Ziggler even had it for a few months, it was good. Him and Seth, great. But this just never seemed like it mattered. The Miz De- presented it as a sure, thing to but- behold, as the Intercontinental Championship that was held by all of and the greats. For- and don't forget, this is also a title that is on Raw that has no universal championship. Ever. It has, what was never time? there. It's never been defended. At once on television. Hey, hey, should just bring once, it out with yeah, it's. I don't know. It blew my mind. But Dean Ambrose, to me right now, especially going into the Rumble where you can be, he no could be, he, steam. But he would be so Nothing. good in there to be like a guy. Maybe gets ten eliminations strong. He is dead right now. He is dead. Did and they buried. book a match yet for the Intercontinental Championship? No, I, and they better not. They shouldn't. It's they, so they it's should. such a stacked don't good card. Yeah. And again, we'll go over this next week. Stacked card. Like I am so excited for the Royal Rumble. We. I want Dean Ambrose nowhere on the card. Throw him in the Rumble. Throw him out quick. Just I'm tired of him. Um, another announcement. Uh, the moment of bliss, which horrible, kind of in a weird spot. Uh, and the, she's a great promo. Yeah, so Alexa Bliss is great. So bad. 
And, uh, yeah, so WWE Women Tag Team Champion, or titles, I don't know, if, or whatever. They call them titles, not championships, or championships, care. not titles. Yeah. Or no, belts. They don't call them belts. Uh, was announced. It'll be a six-woman elimination chamber match to determine, at elimination chamber, which should just be called something else, uh, will determine the new title holders. Three teams from SmackDown, three teams from Raw. We won't go into it. Just one quick guess. Who's going to take those titles? Just off well, topic. Now, we have no, we have no idea who's in it yet. I would say the Iconics are the leader in the clubhouse because it looks like Sasha is hopefully going to be built up throughout yep. this feud with uh, Ronda real quick. So, and that's why I, you're wrong. I would give it to the it's, Iconics. See, I think it's either going to. I would love it to be Sasha and Bailey just because I don't think Sasha. This is going to. This is getting her up to then make that team more stronger. But I really think the Riot Squad could use it. I think they would be a great. Well, I would like them too. Either them or the Iconics because they're you want to heal. You want to heal, and you want people who are a legit unit. Yeah, and like a legit tag team, good chemistry. Yep. I would, I, I like it when the you know the New Day had the belts with that you know free bird rules type of defense. That kind of stuff works for me. And I also could see it going to a heel because then at WrestleMania a month later they could crown a face yeah, team. Yeah, a face team it. that's Jason. So then we'll quickly Miz bad. Uh, Embarrassed. There's nothing good. Like segment we, was garbage. Everything you just said about the Miz with the IC title, flip that on its head, reverse it, throw it in the upside down from Stranger Put Things. Put game down, flip it down, and reverse. Yeah, I, I couldn't remember the words. Yeah. Anyways, so the Miz just—it was Shane McMahon's birthday. Who gives a crap? Gets interrupted. How old is he now? Fifty. Forty-nine. 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 Don't forget, forty-nine was at the age of like people were like beyond old, like twenty years ago in wrestling, except for Ric Flair. But yes. Ric Flair, I don't think he is. He's actually like 48. Yeah. He just looked really rough. I think he was like 47 no. when he won the title in 92 or some shit. It's crazy. He was, maybe not 42. No, yeah, he's in his, he's in his 40s. 60s. So, I don't know. Yeah, he might have been there. But anyways, The Miz, just it's just bad. It's not looking good. And what are they doing? What is the end game? I know the it's a match is, It's got to be a heel turn by one of them. And it, it really needs to be The Miz. No, it really needs to be Shane. See, I, mm, because if it's I The Miz, you know that's coming. So, it needs to be something different. Shane needs to become his dad or something. Maybe I'm spinning myself into a storyline that that could work, and maybe I'll be somewhat on board with it if they sell it. But right now, you're wasting one of your best talents. The only reason it has to be The Miz is because Shane won Best in the World. They keep highlighting that. The reason he won Best in the World is because he took, quote-unquote, The Miz's position. That's how you do it. But we'll see. This also could be an introduction for Lars Sullivan, for all I know. That's a whole lot. Like, maybe Shane brings in somebody to be like, you've been a goof or whatever. Oh my God. It was bad. Uh, another thing I found very interesting, Andrade Cien Almas. Continuing the loss of names yeah. from NXT call-ups. A lot of A's get dropped. This time, the A got cut. Yeah, uh, the, the A was the, is the centerpiece now. So Andrade Cien Almas last week is now Andrade. Solo Andrade sounds like Fandango. Sounds like something that's gonna be like a sexuality character for some reason. It's fine. He's crushing it. Oh, he's the one of the best in-ring performers. His match against Rey Mysterio was must see. Like I think that should deserves like four and a half stars. Like yes, from a melter. It, it was fantastic. It was. I said this to the job knockers. Who? Uh, yes, I'll drop it a buck in the jar. It was. <laughs> it was art. It was pure art. It really was. It reminded me of Eddie Ray from like twenty years ago. That's a great point. Like and they it have really that was. kind of chemistry. He's got that kind of look. And the other thing I saw when I looked at Zelina Vega outside the ring, just you know banging on the table like a maniac, and then Almas in the ring giving wow. amazing work is Shawn Michaels and Sensational Sherry. They have that kind of feel, and mm. she's at that level. Just don't let Andrade talk. No, because he can't. He's he really has the that word. promo he, he, in the back. It's like don't do that to him. Yeah, he didn't need, need those words. Until, like, he's super comfortable to deliver just a small promo, don't have him speak at all because yeah. you're 
it still didn't take away from anything because the match was beautiful. The match was incredible. That that you, I want that. I don't care if they said for the next ten SmackDowns we're going to start with Rey Mysterio versus. Andrade. Those are two people who can legit fight forever. Whereas Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose, yeah. you don't want to see that all the no, time. You not need anymore. To build to that. No, uh, that was so good. And as we said, Andrade now losing the Cien Almas, which I think he should have just went with Cien Almas because that means like a hundred. Percent, I think Cien is 100. Yeah. Just keep the whole fucking name. It was I, cool. Yeah, it really was. And it, it, I could see it on t-shirts. I could see money. Anyways, uh, he now follows in, the, like you said, loss of NXT Apollo guys. Cruz. Apollo Cruz. Now Apollo. Uh, what was it? Uh, Alexander Rusev. Rusev. Just Rusev. That one works. Kept A's out of there. Yep. Then you had Antonio Cesaro. Just A Cesaro. I'll keep that. Uh, then you had uh, Adrian Neville. Oh, man. Just Neville. <laughs> the man everyone forgot. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> As And I will say this. Again, another job or not. Oh, we just, sorry, I gotta do it. But they said he was the man that interesting forgot. No, I disagree with that. Neville <laughs> no, was for awesome. A while he was. Though. Where? I don't think there was ever a bad time before for he went. Before he was. Well, uh, when he broke his ankle in that before, ring, right before that, he wasn't that interesting. Yeah, or whatever. He was must see for those few weeks when wrestling was awesome after that's a good thirty-one. Line, it's fine. Uh, Neville lost his first name, and then Biggie Langston lost his last. name. I completely forgot. You know what else he? When Biggie lost the last name, he gained more clothes. Remember yeah, when he, he first came out? It was just it was butt on, cheeks. Yeah, butt cheeks. It was and really I remember weird. Courtney several times at live shows going like, "Wow." Yeah, this guy. He, Provocative. Was he actually had a better butt than half the women on the roster. Oh, without a doubt. And it's all real. Yeah, he is stacked. Speaking about stacked, a lot of sexuality we've been talking about on this podcast, not just me and Billy's sexuality, but the um, the sexuality that they're kind of bringing out here on our wrestling program. The Alexa Bliss one. Odd. So let, just paint this picture for you. If you didn't see it, Alexa Bliss is a, we'll call it like a PA, like a production assistant. Wait, her segment's up next. He knocks on the door. So they made it very clear. He knocked. He goes, Alexa, you're up next. Knock. Alexa, you there? Alexa, I'm coming in. Alexa, I'm coming in. Opens the door, walks in, has a weird look on his face. You know, something's up. I thought she'd be in there with somebody, which probably would have made more sense. Turns the camera. She's holding part of her top over her breasts. Didn't make any look- sense because she's not a sexualized character. No, and she and it just looked like she looked shocked, angry. But, like, he was knocking on a door that was two feet away from where he she was. Yeah. How about, like, don't come in. He goes, what? Or, like, how about you just don't do that? It just, it was... It was weird. It was sexuality for sexuality's yeah. sake, which which I'm okay with whatever, to a degree, but it should be some so- sort of storyline driven thing. Yeah, to make it make more sense, not just be like, here's. I thought she'd movies. be in there with somebody, which would have made sense because you can think about it. She hasn't been wrestling, which we know there's injury reasons, but her storyline could have been maybe there was a. You know, See, I think she was such a good like. I mean, obviously, maybe this might not continue, but she's such a strong character as it is. A great promo, which is baffling why the moment of bliss is terrible. But she's not so a sexualized far. character. She's no. beautiful. She shows it off, but yeah. she doesn't like flaunt her sexuality. She's more of just like a badass that yes. knows she's great. Yeah, she's a sarcastic, I'm smartest person in the room type. Yes, yeah, which I is... like that. So if you're going to make her sexualized, you have to give me something surrounding Or it. make it like an actual mistake, like two people fighting and they break in the room and there she is doing that same yeah. move. Something like that. And on the total opposite end, oh. someone that is completely going for the other side uh, of it, had it was Mandy Rose uh, inviting Jay Uso into her locker room, I mean, sorry, into a hotel. To, we got room keys. To, yeah, to to do a little uh, horizontal dance. First of all, the way this thing should have went is Jimmy should have been the one. All, they're twins. You know what? I was hoping it would build to that at some point where they would be like, oh, but the, he's gonna he's just going to go in there and I thought you have just fun a, with a single yeah, lady because he's thought, a single guy. Yeah, I didn't think we'd ever see in the hotel room. You just see that scene where he goes in, door closed, you're like, what's going to happen there? And then eventually, whether it's at the Rumble, you do that. Other way, yeah. but I think they're too worried about like me. To me, too. this was you push it one more week. Yeah. Then you do this right before the Rumble, and then it pays off in the Rumble. The other thing, too, 
and I was talking to another buddy, not Job and Arca related. Okay. Uh, What's his name? What podcast is he on? <laughs> He's just uh, he a regular there. person. Yeah, yeah, a regular person. A regular person. Yes. So he said, and it was kind of. I think he overreacted a little bit, but does he listen to the podcast? This one? Yeah. I mean, I don't. I don't we ask. Got, we got to tell. Him. I'm afraid. We'll say, oh, but, I'm afraid. I'll send him uh, so a DM. He, he was like, oh, she got, she she wound up standing tall. I think she ran away at the end. Yeah, no, but I agree with him, though. That was weird. It is weird to be like, so anyways, I'm going to so- have to try to have sex with your husband, and then I'm still going to walk out on top. She did tuck tail and run. Yeah, but the Mandy Rose, so the whole thing was Mandy Rose invites Jey Uso in. He comes in. There's like a photographer jumps out of nowhere. Don't forget yeah. this cameraman. But whatever. That's fine. That's fine. Takes photos. She's like, I'm going to blackmail you. She's wearing a nice little, like, very covered up, basically wrestling gear, but yeah. with lace. She uh, wears less in the ring. Yeah, it actually looked basically like a Charlotte Flair wrestling gear. Yeah. And, um, you know, he ends up saying, I can't do this. And she, there's a picture of her when like, he's reaching to touch her shoulder. And then she's like, oh, well, I got you now, your wife and all stuff. And I don't really know why she even hates his, her wife, his wife. But then he's like, oh, my yeah, wife. Naomi and, and, storms yeah, in. Yeah, he just goes, but he goes, my wife. Walks away, and it was just kind of an odd second. Then Naomi shows up. They fight. Mandy Rhodes gets the better. She leaves. So I'm assuming this is a pre-show match come Royal Rumble. But no, I, just let it play out in the Women's Royal Rumble. You don't need a blow. Oh yeah, that's right. I keep forgetting that they actually have that. Um, so I think it should and be. They interesting. should be down to the final four. Ooh, I don't know about that. But we'll Why get not? to all They're that. Two next top competitors right now. Uh, I'm not putting Mandy Rose in the top competitor category. And when She's you look at all the women, like a superstar. Uh, superstar. Yeah. Mid card. Yeah. At best. But anyways, all right. So now that that's basically the recap of everything we've done so far with this week. So now we're going to get into our big topic of the day. It is our main event. It is the man, AJ Styles. AJ Styles First off, awesome jam right here. This theme. Oh, it's one of the better ones. That's well, CFO makes tons of great ones. They do, and I was really worried about them in the beginning. Once Jim Johnson was gone, because Jim Johnson. No, they has stuck all around. The they were they were together for a little. No, while. I know, but even at this point, like he's still, they've still come out with some good ones. WWE crushes every part of media except storylines <laughs> most of the time. They yeah. hire the best people for graphics, video, editing. Oh, their video music, packages. like everything is top notch. Except they think they can still write storylines that are on par with great television today by just the people who are wrestlers. Yes. Sorry. This is a lot of the problems they're having, which we'll get into a lot in this. But the theme... No, there's not a lot of problems there in this. This is a great three years. Oh, no. So AJ Styles born Alan Neal Jones. Oh, wow. We're going way back. Oh, I'm giving you the whole thing. He was born June 2nd, 1977. Older guy than you think. Think about it. He is 42. Two. Well, he'd be 42 later this He's year. He's only six years older than me. I'm Not only that, surprised. he would be, like, when the British Bulldog came back, I remember them talking about this on the Something Wrestle podcast, they were, like, they were worried he was too old. He was 38. Well, they always say this on the Something Wrestle podcast. But I'm just saying, it is interesting just to put in perspective the way things have changed in wrestling. This is like, why Tom Brady gets way too much fucking credit, by the way. There's so many athletes right now doing amazing things at all oh, ages. Oh, yeah. But just you don't see that in those sports. That's what it is. In the history of, like, the NFL, there wasn't a lot of really great 40-year-old quarterbacks. No, no, Drew Brees is 40 right now. This could be, well, yeah, but I would still think Brady's better than Breeze. Well, yes, and Brady's the greatest ever. But like, let's give credit to all the other older athletes that are that have been doing it. It's you're not right. shocking. 
No. So then, uh, so AJ Styles finally made his way to the WWE, but before that, well-known in the industry, was started off in Ring of Honor from 2002 to 2004. That was kind of the early days of Ring of Honor. Then made his way to TNA, where he really made his name. This is when I found out about him. Yeah, that's why I think most people that became AJ Styles fan is If you this. were a fringe WWE, well, no. If you were a WWE fan, you knew who AJ Styles was yes. just from... Word of mouth. Yeah, he was and that big. when YouTube started blowing up, or if you ever watched the TNA on Spike, like he was kind of one of the faces of that. Yeah, company. if you've never seen like a ten-minute cut of all of his greatest TNA stuff, there's a ton of them out there. Yeah, truly was phenomenal. He his there's a great YouTube video of him just the moves he doesn't do anymore. It's called AJ Styles like ten moves he doesn't do anymore, and they're insane. They are absolutely insane. So he was in TNA from 2002 to 2013. He was the very first X Division title holder, which was is their like kind of mix of almost like hardcore, but really like cruiserweight and yeah. just excellent matches. Especially when they would you know because it's always defended in the X in the middle. You had to like climb the rope like a, like you're out in a schoolyard. Um, he was a three-time TNA World Champion, and then right around the time of his contract coming to an end, TNA rumors started to spread about him going to WWE. And I actually remember a friend of the podcast don't know if he listens but anthony one of our good friends we oh, were watching doesn't. we were I don't watching even think he knows about podcasts we were watching <laughs> we were watching tell me different if you listen I, yeah seriously we were watching uh royal rumble i remember at the apartment where i used to live and you lived there for a little while and he was like oh aj styles is debuting tonight this is right at the 2014 um royal rumble and i was like I incorrect i was like i don't think he's gonna come straight here i just don't see it and he didn't. He ended up opting. He did get an offer from WWE, but opted to go to New Japan Pro Wrestling, where he debuted in the best way and the best thing that happened in his career in part of the Bullet, Bullet Club. Club. He debuted, um, uh, like I said, for the Bullet Club. And then his final match actually took place at Wrestle Kingdom 10. And against, it was a good match. Oh, excellent match. And this it was a good match. Against it's Shinsuke, crazy. Against right? Shinsuke. He had a good match with Shinsuke oh, Nakamura. First of all, he has good matches with Roomsticks, but... Uh, he had a great match with Shinsuke Nakamura, match of the year, five stars, everything. And then he, right after that match had ended, he went to the back and gave New Japan Pro Wrestling his notice to make it clear his intentions he was going to the WWE. And then Kenny Omega turned on him, right? Yeah, so what happened was the next night uh, on their New Year's Dash, which is the same thing as the Raw after and Raw and SmackDown after WrestleMania, Kenny Omega attacked and the whole entire Bullet Club came in, which first started to get Kenny Omega off of AJ, and then they all beat the crap out of AJ. AJ's final appearance in New Japan to, uh, Pro Wrestling. So date. before he got to WWE, he was pretty much ran the gamut of characters. He was everything. Yeah, he was heel, face. He was he had the baby face look when he was in TNA. Crew cut, tight haircut, you know, real like athletic. You almost like an he could really board. do it all. Yes. Then he went to New Japan. Hair grew out even longer than it is now, and well, maybe actually what he is now in WWE. And he became a real, real badass. He was with a mom's haircut, but yeah. But he all yeah, he had the Bullet Club behind him. He had Gallows and Anderson. He had um, <laughs> when they were cool. Well, yeah. Well, that's well, this is what WWE does to some guys. Very reason. Um. So then eventually, everyone. The rumors were spreading like wildfire. I remember, this was 2016, the Royal Rumble match where, Fresh to, where like I think people forget it's basically like it's. It's the start of the year. Yeah, oh yeah, right as the beginning of the year. It was January 24th, so that was the debut of AJ Styles. We're just coming up a week away from his uh, three-year anniversary. That's why we're doing this. when you say 16 and you say three years ago, it's fucking yeah, like, I guess holy that's, shit. Well, I remember this. It was the night, as New England fans, that's where we are, um, it was the Patriots played the Denver Broncos, and it was the only time WWE was dumb enough to hold the Royal Rumble the same night as... NFL and yeah the NFL uh, championship weekend which was so dumb but it was the night the Patriots lost to the Broncos I was so bummed we all didn't get together it's one of the rare times I game didn't watch should have the been Rumble. at home 
Oh, this hurt a lot. We this would be a sports podcast another yeah. time. But um, you know, thank you very much, Stephen Jackson. That loss to the Dolphins. Yeah, always always is the loss of the Dolphins. Anyway, <sighs> so AJ made his debut in the Royal Rumble, which was for the WWE Championship that year, which I still to this day absolutely hate. Uh, keep ninety two special forever. So came out at three. Came out at number three, and the famous thing was, um, Rusev was thrown out by. Um, uh, by Roman Reigns. So Roman Reigns is standing there in the ring, in the corner by himself, a little bewildered. Next thing you know, they're just looking at Roman Reigns. The camera's strictly on his face. This mysterious music hits that nobody knows what's going on. You just hear a roar Hooded from... Man. Yeah, a, no, but first you hear a roar from the crowd, and I'm thinking, who the hell is this? What, what is going on? And then they pan over, and just a guy with a hood flips the hood up. AJ Styles. Awesome. I marked out. Oh, I did too. I was going crazy, and I actually had to work that night because it was the goddamn AFC Championship game. So I was watching it on delay, and I when that happens, I just turn my phone on airplane mode, and uh, so it wasn't spoiled for me. It was an incredible debut, and when I was listening, I listened to two AJ Styles podcasts. This one was the Edge of Christian one, oh, and Vince said yes that he he was worried about three, like I said before, because he didn't think people would know who he was, and that got into AJ's head, and he thought like I don't know, if, like I'm a little worried here. People might not know. Who I am. Turns out it's one of the greatest debuts ever. It really, it, that's a great way it's to put it. It's up there with Jericho. Jericho was a big, huge build, awesome promo. For AJ, who he is, this is the perfect way to do it. Early, and who's he getting the ring with? The first guy he gets in a WWE ring with Legit. is the guy that they are pushing to the moon, and their champion, by a technical term at this point, is Roman Reigns. Yeah. So Roman Reigns has that weird face. AJ comes in. Like we said, at number three, and he got a huge ovation. So this basically quickly established him as a fan guy, like fan favorite. We didn't know where he would go. Because in the match, he kind of played at both sides, heel face, just coming off a great heel run in New Japan. So he lasted uh, just under 29 minutes, which is pretty impressive for a guy like you just said, Vincent, even know. But I'm not saying he won an hour, but for a guy debuting in in that type of match where he eliminated the greats of Curtis Axel and Tyler Breeze. Ooh, all right. And he was eliminated uh, towards the end of the match by Kevin Owens. Owen. Um, Yeah, Kevin Owens, he eventually tossed him out. So I think this was a great debut, super exciting. Yes, and then it goes downhill quickly. I completely disagree, but uh, it made me get on board with AJ. So the next night on Raw is where we get into the beginning of the first chapter kind of his career. Where Y2J uh, sandbagged him all the way to WrestleMania. Y2AJ, come on, there was a lot of stuff going on. Dude, Chris Jericho, in his history, has probably not gotten over two or three things for me. This was one of them. You don't think he got AJ over? Not even close. Well, that's debatable. But so to run through it, the night after, AJ Styles made his singles debut versus Chris Jericho. He picked up the win. And uh, after the match was what we were talking about earlier, um, they did the handshake. But Chris Jericho did this odd thing where he pulled AJ in, whispered something in his ear, pushed him away, walked out of the ring. Which I think there like, was legit real animosity. I think, oh, I mean, this be. is pure speculation. I think he sandbagged the match at WrestleMania. Well, but let's get there. Let's get there. All right. Let's get there. So AJ then the next night on some, well, the next SmackDown's back when it was still taped. AJ and Jericho are about to go at it again, and then they're interrupted by the social outcasts. Yeah, remember them? Was that Bo Dallas? Uh, Bo Dallas was a part of it. Um, yeah, I remember some of them. You had Curtis Axel. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You had uh, Adam thieves. Rose. Oh, yeah. And you had, uh, who was, I, I just, Adam Rose, and then who was the fourth guy? That's embarrassing. That shows how much impact they had. But nonetheless, ends up going from AJ versus Jericho to being a tag team match. Player. Where, yeah, basically, where Chris Jericho and AJ Styles pick up the win, then establishing 
that they need to figure out who is the better man after that because they were trying to both get the pin. Jericho then attacked him and it set up a match of Fastlane where the, you know, the two of them would go one-on-one and Styles made, eight, uh, made Jericho tap out, which then made them start a tag team because Jericho said, you're worthy. And then shirts were selling. This was a hot item. The For like y, a week. The, it was two weeks. So why two AJ? So they've won two non-title matches against the New Day. And then, so let's look real yeah. quick. Yeah, please. How many times did AJ Styles beat him already? Twice. Twice. Clean, right? Yeah. Okay. So AJ Styles won twice. Then you had the two of them tagging up. Two unsuccessful, I mean, two matches they won against the New Day and no untitled. Then they got a title match on Raw, and Jericho attacked AJ uh, to make sure that they lost the match because he wanted the tag, you know, the famous way a tag team will break up. Attacks him. New Day gets the win. And that led to a match between the two at WrestleMania 32 in front of the biggest crowd in WrestleMania history. And it was a stinker. I disagree. It was not a good match. It was a top three match of that card. Uh, No, that was the Charlotte. So you had the women's match one, the ladder match two, AJ and and, Jared. I'd have to go back and look at the card, but... And maybe maybe I had high expectations, and I should. I did. Because these are two of the greatest wrestlers... Of all time. That's right. And Chris Jericho looked like he was sandbagging this match. Because I've rarely seen AJ Styles have a bad match, in my opinion, for him. And this was one of them. And they they built the story, and this is where his character should have been built differently. Chris Jericho needs to pick up one of those wins dirty somehow. And then, but you have the new guy lose at WrestleMania. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a weird parallel to the beginning of Chris Jericho's career, where he came out hot, and he was kind of buried was, for yeah, a few we months. You just didn't see him. He was just gone. So, like, you, you're having AJ Styles looking up at the lights at his first WrestleMania, and this is the problem. Three-second tan. <laughs> yeah. This is the problem with WWE. This is the problem with Vince. When a new guy comes in, they always have to be like, well, we're going to show this guy what's what. AJ Styles should be different. If Kenny, Kenny Omega comes, he should be different. You shouldn't have to be like, well, we're going to give him the old veteran who's his fucking same age to shepherd him through here. No, this guy can fucking do it. He can carry there's a, reason a he didn't. Yeah, there's a reason he didn't go to NXT. It's because they believed him. They know what he could be. The loss at WrestleMania doesn't hurt him, as we can see and things happen, but it was just an odd booking decision because it's like... You're, it was who's clean. your future? Yeah, it was clean. It was a, it was a, he hit the 450. Jericho put his knees up, rolls him over, match over, and it was just odd. I remember being there. So I've been to every WrestleMania since AJ Styles debuted. Oh yeah. Well, so there's yeah. there's another hard time. There's another hard time. Uh, it was my first WrestleMania. It was a great match. He got a great ovation, especially down there. He's a Southern boy, and it was just very interesting the way it went down. So that kind of was like the beginning of the end of the, uh, you know, Jericho and AJ Styles feud, which the next then on Raw was the coming out party of AJ Styles. I will agree that I, so, I took notice big time on this night. Yeah, because this night was the right night after WrestleMania. Um, you know, Shane McMahon just lost to The Undertaker and still was given rights to Raw. That's a podcast for another time. But anyway, so he went on that Raw where Styles pinned Jericho in a fatal four-way match also involving a returning Cesaro and Kevin Owens to become the number one contender. A great match, by the way. A a lot of fun. A number one contender for the WWE Championship. You have to remember at this time, there was only one title. So AJ Styles... That moment felt like he won a championship. So they quickly rebounded from what I thought was a poor storyline with Jericho. And you were like, wow, they put this guy on the map. All right, fair enough. Which really is the issue with 50-50 booking. But again, like, so he loses at WrestleMania, but he's able to win the next night in a match that matters more, but not in the grandest. It's just very strange. But yes, he went over in that match. And I remember being there. The crowd was going ballistic for him. I remember watching it back. You could see, like, there was a genuine excitement. Because you know what it felt? New. It felt 
fresh. The night before, we're seeing Roman Reigns with the title and the crowd leaving early, booing. It was just, it was not what people well, wanted. Well, WrestleMania, like everything in wrestling now, is too long. Yeah, well, that's for that was This is the, the main... debut of the long one. Um, you know, ask my wife about that as well. She was there. It's not a yeah, not about you, yeah. Yeah. The figured, short one, the one that's just right. Uh, anyway, so he was going to be facing Roman Reigns, like we said, for the WWE Championship. And this really, like I said, was the main event baby face push of an AJ Styles. So after the match went around, people were just loving him. So then the storyline from there goes AJ leading up to facing um, Roman Reigns at Payback. And Gallows and Anderson get involved. Smart. Give a little bit of a rub. This was good. This was starting to turn. I mean, and AJ, I think from here, I forget how this list goes exactly, but this is the start of AJ's really good run. Yes. I think it was weak. This might have been the moment. I'll give you that. That is a, that's a valid point because up to this point, I just was a fan of his. I wanted more. The Jericho run was fine. It's great to get anybody in the ring with Jericho. Jericho. No, no, not when he's sandbagging him. But Jericho, I think is, is a, is a star maker overall. Except here. And then. And with Bray Wyatt. He. And with Dean Ambrose. No, Dean Ambrose, I think he did all right with. No, he didn't. All right, well, nonetheless, <laughs> back to AJ. But he, this match, that was like the coming out party, becoming a number one contender. Because like you've said, and I think one of the best lines you come out with since we started this and what you say, to be a main eventer, put, put him in, the main, in the main event. So they did that with AJ Styles. The run-up to this was the Bullet Club, just known as the club of Gallows and Anderson, who have done absolutely nothing to this point. Again, just kind of floating out there. They were saying, AJ, we got your back. We're going to make you champion. And he didn't want it. And he didn't want it. And they, it's a this story. Story going back and forth. So we get to payback. Uh, and he tries to interfere. The guys come in and they say, listen, he's like, get out of there. Just just leave me alone. I can do this. I can win. So this takes place again at Payback where Reigns eventually defeats AJ Styles by pinfall. And then after the match, during this match, should I say, was it was reinstated twice. Yeah, First two, time, like a count out. Yep, there and, was a count out. And AJ he didn't Styles want to win won. like that. Yeah, and he said no. And Roman Reigns agreed to it. Both are faces like that storyline. Then the second time was a disqualification because of Gallows and Anderson. Again, AJ said, no, not winning that. Well, he wouldn't win the title. And then, and Rain said, no, let's keep this thing going. Then eventually... I didn't love it. It was good. But it, it's it's a way to nuance a two babyface feud, which I don't think they often do. And we'll get to that with the Shinsuke AJ a little later. Yep. Which was terrible. But this was a little bit better of a way to do it. Like, it's... It's it's hard to make a baby face and a baby face go at each other. It's like Zach Morris and AC Slater. They're both good guys. But they, you, they, you, they, bo- you want to see both win? But you, but you, you know, one's preppy, one's a jock. Yeah. You find a way to do it. It's always Kelly Kapowski. Forget about Jesse Spano. Too tall. Yeah, well, looking. they've turned that both. You know, they went for at times, each of them. Yeah, it was just an accidental kiss between Zach and, and Jesse. They were good friends. Yeah. But this led to a rematch after um, Roman Reigns granted. This is when I was loved, like when the wrestler says, yeah, we'll go one more time. This is going to be taking place at Extreme Rules in one of the best matches, if not the best match AJ Styles had on the main roster. Right here, Extreme no. Rules. Well, this it's is the third. We'll, we'll, we'll do that at the end. So he, for me, this is one of the best ones. This was a... It, an outstandingly exciting match that you have to see. It had extreme rules, so no, no you know, obviously no rules. You had on AJ's side, Gallows and Anderson, because then AJ started to let them in because Roman Reigns got help from his cousins, Ooh, the so Usos. And this was right before the Usos. And I never knew why back. they didn't they didn't play that up when he split off from the Shield. Like that would have me been the, like the a family. Clip. Yeah, the, like if he comes back, he'll never come back as a heel now because of yeah. this cancer thing. And you know, we say it all the time. It, that. It's not a good thing at all, but it, it's story now, so he's going to be a nice baby face when the crowd's going to love him. Oh, you know what? You bring but him back a heel. If you ever if you ever brought him back a heel and his buddies, the Usos, cutting those promos with him, that would be 
awesome. Oh, yeah. There's the Uso Penitentiary, and then there's the... I don't even want to make a joke. Yeah. So then, basically, okay. So then the match takes place. Roman Reigns picks up the victory with a ton of shenanigans, table spots, crazy spots and, in this and match. I, did you put in here, did I read this correctly, that this put Roman Reigns on the map as a top performer? I think it did. Oh, he was already a top performer. He was not a top performer. Yes, this, he was. AJ Styles brought the best out of Roman Reigns. I, I will give you, he brought a very good match out of him. I've seen Roman Reigns deliver over and over again, and I put it in there. Extreme Rules, 2015, he had the best match on the card with a fucking big show. That was an awesome match. But that was a big guy match. I didn't look at that necessarily. But he as still a- got a great match out of Big Show before his six-pack. But when Big Show wasn't <laughs> as great, you know, not as great. No, in, in, in his physical condition, yes. He's in now. Like, if you can do that to me, you're a top performer. Roman Reigns was already on that level. AJ Styles and him had what I expect them to have. What I expect, you know, I'm going to throw digs at Seth Rollins anytime I can. <laughs> But, like, I expect Seth Rollins to be able to deliver something like this every time, and he doesn't. Yeah. Roman Reigns delivers in the ring every night. So then we get into the next phase. So he's out of the title picture. We don't know what we're going to get out of him. But on the May 30th episode of Raw, he welcomed back a returning John Cena. You have to remember, John Cena... Um, the face that runs the place. It was just kind of, like, there. Like, he didn't... He wasn't, like, a big part of wrestling there for a few months. I believe, was he hurt? He, I don't think... He wasn't a part of WrestleMania 32 because he was injured. You have to remember, he came out during the whole Rock... Yeah. And, and Eric Rowan. So he brings him back. They were both interrupted by Gallows and Anderson. And I remember sitting watching this being like, oh, here we go again. A tag team match. That's the way it goes. So they set up the tag team match. I thought you liked tag team matches. It's only six men. Uh, then the tag team match, just as it's about to start, Styles attacks Cena, turning heel. And this would set up a match between Styles and Cena at Money in the Bank. And I think Money in the Bank should be called Cena Gets Guys Over pay-per-view. Did it with Kevin Owens the year before. And I was doing it here with Styles on a one-on-one match where Styles won, but it was from interference from the club. So then a battleground the next month, which, by the way, Styles and Cena were money in the ring together. These are the, his two best matches, his matches with oh, Cena. There's this a lot more than two, but, well, this one, the next month, just remember this, battleground. 2000, July 24th, that year, the club with, well, they, they included AJ Styles versus John Cena, Enzo, and Cass. Oh my god, I completely forgot about that. Those guys were so over to the point where John Cena's tagging And now they're both out of the company because they're bad people. (laughs) And this is where uh, Cena pinned AJ Styles to pick up the win. So this then leads us to the brand split. You have to remember, this is still when everybody's all over both shows, no one was watching SmackDown. SmackDown was getting less ratings than this has. And look at it now. Now it's money. It's the best show. He might be the reason. Because you know what he does? He's the face that runs the place. No, he's the champ that runs the camp, buddy. Oh, that too. And he's the new face of the WWE. But anyways, during the 2016 WWE draft, we were there in Worcester. Uh, AJ Styles was drafted to the SmackDown uh, roster with their second pick. Do you remember the first pick? Is it Charlotte? Nope. Male. Champion at the time. Brock Lesnar? Nope. Finn Balor? Nope. Dean Ambrose? Dean Ambrose. Oh, God. He was your WWE champion and will always go down. They have never done a draft since. You thought that would be every year. He was the number one pick. And the WWE Again, 2016 draft. feels like it was a week ago. <laughs> uh, while Gallows and Anderson were both drafted to Ross, so it's kind of split up the club. So basically, WWE's creative was, let's see what AJ can do on his own. So this set up a match, again, for whatever reason, Cena was also drafted to SmackDown, so they face each other at SummerSlam. This, this was match, his best this is the match This is the WWE. one that's going to come up after, too. And this is why I always say face and heel. You need two 
good you need a good face you need a good heel yeah you need a counterpoint to the story cena is the perfect foil for aj styles and i think you see this anytime like this is why you know becky lynch is so good right now this is why ronda is good right now this is why like you're, you're like with sasha you're booking them against things that make sense him AJ. against cena makes so much sense that ma- that match was magic it really was and it came down to aj with a clean victory over John Cena, which at this time, like now we're starting to see a little bit more and more, but like during this time, it's still like it's SummerSlam. Uh, still getting a clean win over John Cena is almost yeah, unheard of. It is. And at the time, this came from the uh, PW Torch. It said, Wow, what a match. It felt similar to Cena's past duels with rising stars like Kevin Owens, but different. Um, that you could sense WWE ready to really get behind Styles with his match. Like, really get behind Styles. Amazing match, which also allows Styles to bump bump his heel personality, gloating heavily about the win over Cena at SummerSlam. This was given four and three-fourth stars. It should have been a five-star match. It there, was nothing, Every- there was no reason not to give it a five. It, it was a perfect match. John Cena, as we all know now for years and years and years, when the you can't wrestle chance, the guy can wrestle. The yeah. guy knows how to sell. The guy knows how to make other people better. And this was another thing I picked up from the Edge of Christian podcast. They all said it. He can feel a crowd. Yes. And I think AJ Styles can certainly feel a crowd. And when you have two people like that, two ring generals who are able to call a match and get the crowd going, you can just you can see the difference. And I think from what you said about Jericho, I think there's a confidence when you have someone like John Cena behind you, aside from Jericho, regardless if he was sandbagging him or not. But think about it. John Cena doesn't mind giving the rub to somebody else, especially at this point in his career. People always want to talk about how Triple H walks around with a shovel, which I can't disagree with. There's a lot more politics there. But I think the thing with Cena is he recognized this dude is the man. He can, dude, he can hold it down while I can, leave. Exactly. And he'd be a great guy for me to come back and beat, which is a little foreshadowing. So then after this victory at SummerSlam, Styles immediately re-enters the WWE Championship picture. That's right. They change the name. It used to be the WWE World oh, yeah, Heavyweight title. Remember. Now it's just the WWE World Championship. And this was still held by Dean Ambrose. Which, at this time, I didn't like him as a champion. And this is another thing. A heel can make a baby face. I was interested in Dean Ambrose in this feud. He was. AJ Styles is still, this is still strong AJ Styles. Yep. This was great, and this was, they came down to backlash, which took place at September on September 11th, and Styles defeated Ambrose to become the WWE World Heavyweight Champion for the first time, all due to a low blow, which actually really ties into his character years later. And this was interesting because I remember when this match was coming up. You're thinking, okay, first title match back. I know we got the two against Roman earlier in the year. Now he's facing Dean. I didn't think he'd win it that first time. Um... I thought he would just because Dean, I don't think they, they saw him until this feud as something worth it. Yep. But I was so glad when he won this one. And then this feud continued on, and it was a good feud. Yeah, and so this also made AJ Styles an eight-time world champion worldwide. So at this point, he has eight world titles. That is half of Ric Flair's, and that those numbers are only going to be added to throughout this. Uh, then he had a rematch against Dean Ambrose on a September 27th episode of SmackDown Live, and after interference from John Cena, he was able to pick up the victory. So then the three be squared off in a match at No Mercy. This is the first time No Mercy had come back since the video oh, game, basically. And they didn't do the swinging hooks. No, they did not. Such do a big. I remember seeing like No Mercy. Oh, it's back. Hey, no you needed hooks. those things. 
That, that, I think that was Backlash, actually. Was it Backlash? Yeah, I think Whatever so. the WWE video game was. Well, No Mercy was the video game, but oh, maybe it wasn't both. Who knows? But I remember Backlash having They had set post. design. Yeah, well, that's a whole thing we definitely need. We should have talked about that in our wants. Oh, my God. But anyways, at No Mercy, October 9th, AJ Styles retained the title against Cena and Ambrose in a very famous match for one reason. You probably don't even remember the match because it didn't necessarily stand out. But it was the first time that a pay-per-view started with the only... Heavy, let's say world heavyweight. So this is when the brand split. So SmackDown only. It started with the championship match, ended with I think a tag team match. Player. Um, because that was the same night as the presidential debate, and WWE was worried that people would tune off of their pay per view. But are we talking about two different audiences? Oh, completely different like, audiences. Let's be real here. Although um, our president is a WWE Hall of Famer. I didn't know Hillary Clinton was a Hall of Famer. What? Oh, she's not the president? Oh, my God. I'm just kidding. I know nothing about politics. That wasn't even funny. That was bad. Was it bad? Yeah, that was really bad. Do you want to try again? Rewind? No. Edit edit that (laughs) in post? No, no, no. We're leaving that in. Edit that in post. October 11th uh, episode of SmackDown Live, AJ suffers a humiliating loss to... James Ellsworth. James This is how you knew it was a feud, by the way. And, like, this feud was beautiful to me because Ellsworth and people were like, oh, he doesn't deserve to be there. He doesn't deserve to be there. It was booked so beautifully because... He comes in and he picks up wins you have to against remember, AJ Styles. He debuted two weeks earlier against Braun Strowman in a, young, a very early Braun Strowman's career. With he's the any man with two hands has a fighting chance. Dean Ambrose was the special guest referee in there. He interfered on it, so then it set up. Uh, Daniel Bryan gave Ellsworth a WWE World Championship match against Styles on SmackDown Live, where Styles lost by disqualification. I forget so, how that happened. Basically, there was a storyline going that Ellsworth was winning all the time. I think he actually low-blowed Ellsworth. So that's, you know. Oh, that, and that's when he almost killed him with the uh, when, Styles With the Styles Clash, which I'll oh, get to man. after. But he famously, this is, you have to Neck go with this on YouTube. So Ugh. basically, Ellsworth kept his neck, his, his chin close to his chest, which is the opposite way you yeah. want to take that move. And AJ was smart enough to recognize while twerking and t- and the bar, yeah. let go of his feet yeah. so his knees would hit first. If he didn't do that, he would have killed. He would have broken. He honestly, he, may he, have broken his neck. He broke somebody's neck in I think New Japan because they didn't know how to take it either. Yeah, and that's probably where he Ugh. maybe even learned Ugh. from that. So then, a very famous thing happened on October twentieth, two thousand and sixteen. Styles posted a fan-made photo. It was just AJ Styles standing next to Shawn Michaels with the Royal Rumble logo on it, and he just put in there. Wouldn't this like? Wouldn't this be interesting? So this is getting all the teasers out there because it yeah. was going to be in the Alamo. You have to remember this was going to San Antonio, the home of Michaels. I believe he did this to get Shawn Michaels out of retirement. I think this is what he wanted to happen. Uh, I mean, I don't want to see that match. No, not now. At the time, I don't want to see intrigued. it at that time either. No, no, I don't want to see those guys come back anymore. Yeah, I agree. No, honestly, you're right because he had one of the best retirements of all time, and I'm still counting it. Whatever happened, like at the Crown Undertaker, Jewel, if he wrestles at WrestleMania, okay. like wherever I'm watching it, I refuse to watch that match. I don't care who he's wrestling. Yeah, we don't have to pay as much money for these events, so you can walk away. Yeah, <laughs> it's easier than well, you're gonna be ten ninety nine. Yeah, no, I'm not gonna be there. Nine ninety nine. Maybe maybe for NXT. Yeah, definitely not WrestleMania. But yeah, so that was a big tease. So everyone, the rumor mill was going crazy. Dave Meltzer's reporting that Shawn Michaels is being yeah, considered. Big for yawn this. for me. They, it wouldn't have been a yawn though. You know that would have been a fun match. Shawn Michaels is my favorite all time WWE superstar, and I don't give a fuck. Because well, you just because you like the way it ended with the Undertaker, it was just a perfect poetic ending. Yeah, that's or? fine. Leave it alone. Yeah. I, I wiped the Undertaker the last five years out of my head, and Shawn Michaels out of my head never returned. So then we, um, you know, nothing. Just spoiler, uh, look ahead. Nothing happened from this. 
No. There was a lot of teasers. Shawn Michaels came out, said he would love to face AJ. AJ was saying he wants to face him. So then we got to Survivor Series where the feud still between Ambrose and Styles. They both took place on Team SmackDown. And their team eventually won, despite the two of them attacking each other and causing each other's eliminations throughout the match. So that led to, on SmackDown Live later that month, Styles lost again to Ellsworth in a ladder match after interference from Dean Ambrose, earning him a SmackDown contract and so, a future title So match. this, like, I went back and watched this one because yeah. I remember this one. This shows you the talent of AJ Styles to get this guy over and make him look good. And there was a spot where, like, he gets pushed off the ladder and he lands immediately and gets his leg caught in the rope. He is just, he's literally phenomenal he's like in the ring. He is just one of the smoothest workers I've ever seen. And I'm sure that is at this point where, you know, earlier in the year Vince McMahon's questioning him. Now he's your, your champion. He's probably thinking at this point, he's like, this is the guy I can put in these positions where, you know, on Raw, you're not putting Roman Reigns in, in Ellsworth. Like, that story's not going to get that same feel. Uh, so then at TLC, uh, that year, oh, you had Styles match. versus Ambrose. And by far, this is where Ambrose shines. In these ladder matches, these no, crazy matches. he doesn't shine. This is the only time he's no, ever he shined. No, he did it also with, with Seth Chris Rollins. Jericho? Seth Rollins, he had a, don't, not Ambrose. Asylum. He never had a good match with Seth Rollins he did. except like Money no, in the, the Bank. T- the Money in the Bank title match was one of the better ones um, where like they both had a t- fight for the title at the end. He had a couple. It's always in these crazy matches because I think that's what brings he's up the He's the best. crazy guy who's never done anything crazy. Nonetheless, he had a great match in this one, but this match was he also a great famous. bump in that one. He did, but this is the famous one where AJ, well, not just that, AJ Styles had that hole in his pants. Oh yeah, throughout yeah. the match, where yeah. his butt cheek was hanging out a little but, bit. I remember watching this with the Job and Arca people at my work. We had uh, double screens going. We were watching like a Celtics game or a football game. I, f- I forget what it was, but I was like, he's gonna do the four fifty splash on the table. He's gonna do it. They were like, no, nah, he's too old. He's too old. And then when he did it, I was like. Fuck you guys. Yeah, he was, this guy is still the man. He knows what we want. He fucking delivered. And it was it was fucking crazy that yeah. he did that. Like that it was, was insane. It really was. It, I remember him doing it in TNA and being like, if he has a tables match, he's gonna do it. And he fucking delivered. So the way he this, always delivers. This match would have been probably up there for like high star ranking until the ending, just the weird booking where Dean Ambrose is about to win the title, has his hand on it, Ellsworth slides in, knocks him off. Styles goes up, retains the title, then making a feud between Ellsworth and Dean Ambrose. But there's also where Ellsworth comes out and says he... The reason he did it is because he already beat AJ three times, so now he wants to beat him for the world title. And, of course... He destroyed That doesn't happen. He wipes the floor with him. And then we get ourselves a little later in the year, right before the end of the year is where that squash took place. And then on... Then on... This is a random one. On December 27th, the last SmackDown of the year... AJ Styles defeated Dolph Ziggler and Baron Corbin in a triple threat match. I actually remember that match. The ending was actually great. I see, I, for some reason, I'm like, and that was for the title. I was like, that is such a random. Like, what was that even booked for? And I get usually at the end of the year to get a little slower and they book and they plan ahead. But I was just that's such a random. They had one like to a me. triple finishing move where like Corbin did his oh, end, of the days end of days and Ziggler did the zigzag. And then and then I think Styles like slipped. I think I remember this now and hit the 450 or the phenomenal forearm. But uh, that wrapped up his first year in WWE, well, the calendar year. And AJ Styles ranked number four in PWI's top 500 for 2016. Ooh, like I give a fuck. Well, that, that's a that's a big honor. I, I think he was probably number one. That year, I believe number one was Okada, if I'm not mistaken. Oh yeah, who gives a shit about that? Oh, he's probably number one for WWE. I mean, he had, a, he had the best. He had one of the best years right there. Yeah, that, and this is when he was great. So then we have before he actually captured full 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 year. 
AJ Styles was challenged by returning John Cena, who was saying he wanted to capture his 16th championship. So at the Royal Rumble, Cena, Styles, and this was right Another after, great match. This was one of the better matches WWE's put on in a while because this was coming off the heels of Okada, not Omega, um, might have been Nakamura. No, Nakamura was already in WWE. I forget that, but they, there was just a match of the year, basically. It might have been Omega Okada, the first one, because everyone was talking about So these two guys basically went out there and said, let's steal the headlines. They did, and it was a great match. wasn't better than their SummerSlam match, though. Well, yeah, that's a lot of people debate that. I agree with you because I think the SummerSlam was just more shocking, was more fun. This one was a lot of crowd was more into it. Yeah. It was just back and forth, and I always feel and like— It wasn't for the title. There's something with seen in titles. The Royal Rumble matches that aren't the Royal Rumble— really have to be special for it to stand out because you're going up against what's pretty much everybody's favorite event of yeah. the year. And most, like, you don't know what's going to happen. But so, it delivered, and I loved it. So but this, it wasn't as good as the SummerSlam one. And this is where Cena captured the title, beating AJ Styles, which I still blows my mind to this day. that, that was I didn't think he was going to do it. And it was just a random way of giving it to him. So Dave Meltzer wrote on this one that it was a super match. They went for 24 minutes, and it was clear that they attempted to make this a match of the year. The match was basically them doing every move in the world and kicking out, which I don't think that makes a good match, by the way, Dave. Like that doesn't make yeah, any the, better. Yeah, the the overuse of the AAs, one AA, and then if you have to do the super AA, fine. That's yeah. how. That's a, that's the most you should do is two finishing moves. Sometimes with Brock Lesnar, you see a hundred. And this is when also the same night earlier, uh, you had Owens versus Roman Reigns for the title match, and Dave said this is the first time in a long time since WWE has put on two quality title matches in the same night. Well, and you know why? Because you're getting real heavy hitters yeah. that are squared up in good storylines. Roman Reigns always delivers always delivers owens always delivers and cena is we, we know he's the fucking he's a stud yeah so then we escalate from there to our build towards wrestlemania 33 where at elimination chamber styles competed in the elimination chamber for the title uh here's a who's who of, of who you think is going to win the title so in there was champion john cena baron corbin bray wyatt dean ambrose the miz those are your six competitors for the championship. Oh, this is when Bray Wyatt won, and yeah. he was cool for like a month. This came down to, so Cena was eliminated by Wyatt, so it came down to AJ Styles and Bray Wyatt. A new champion would be crowned, and Bray Wyatt winning the championship. I remember going nuts, and they made Bray Wyatt cool, and it lasted for about a month, which is yeah, as cool as he's been in probably since he debuted. So then it went on to this weird thing because the Royal Rumble was won by Randy Orton that year. So Randy Orton and, and Bray Wyatt are like a unit, and this is when Randy Orton refused, quote-unquote, to go against Bray Wyatt. So you say this is a great feud. What was a great feud? This one, right? No, so we have a title. No, you did that. That was you talking about... Uh, oh, oh, the Styles. Cena one. Trust okay. me, I don't think this is yeah, a great Yeah, no, no, this is a terrible feud. But I will say AJ Styles, again, doing the opposite of Seth Rollins, taking a bad situation and making it work because he cut a great promo still in that heelish vein. He was like, Randy Orton <laughs> basically tries to kill Bray Wyatt yeah. and he gets a title match. Yeah. So... The the way this was booked it was awful. Stop bringing Shane McMahon back back. But well, Shane McMahon was the GM at the time. Yeah, but even still, like this, this storyline is it's, it's trending the same way Miz is now. And but you you have at least two characters who are trying to work to make it work. Yeah. So this was so Randy Orton refused to face Bray Wyatt. So then it was basically came down to like Luke Harper, which is so funny to think now. Luke Harper and AJ Styles are fighting each other on a weekly basis for the number one contendership. AJ Styles wins. 
So he's going to be the number one contender going into WrestleMania. I would love to have seen that. Styles versus Wyatt, WrestleMania. Instead, Randy Orton says, I want that title match. I earned that. Turns oh, yeah, because that was Wyatt. the whole thing where he was part of the flock and he didn't want to. Yeah, it's <laughs> fucking stupid. So then you have AJ versus Randy Orton, which could have been the main event of WrestleMania as well, which could be this year, a rumored match between the two. And Randy Orton goes over. So then AJ goes ballistic. Beats the crap out of Shane McMahon, which sets up a feud between Shane or a match at WrestleMania 33. WrestleMania, the marquee event between Shane McMahon and AJ Styles, arguably your best worker in the company. Yes, and you're again, you're doing that again this year with the Miz, which is trending to. But I will say this: AJ Styles did everything he could he did. to make that match awesome. It was one and of the best was, matches of the card. It was probably the best match on the card. Oh, see, I was. Being there, that was the night the Hardys returned. That was a big pop. It wasn't a great match. Shane gave it his Shane, all. It, it really was up there. Was one, I'm Did the shooting to... star press? Yep. I mean, they went fucking at it. They went for it, and I'll give them credit. It's just, again, what are you doing with AJ Styles in that spot? Who are you trying to make here? Who are you trying to elevate? You know what I mean? Elevate somebody to AJ Styles' level so he can have somebody good to feud with. Why is Shane McMahon buddying up with all of the top stars going into WrestleMania. Just go away. Remember when he was not there? I'm like, oh, I really want Shane McMahon to come back. Just do it once, and then he's gone. Like, yeah. you, you don't need to keep having him come over and over and over again. He's not Triple H, who also shouldn't be at WrestleMania every year. Stop doing this. Those guys can come out at different times, too. I'd rather see a Shane McMahon match when I need it, or, like, I want a spark maybe at, I don't know, a Money in the Bank, or throw him in there, instead of always just be at the biggest events, because no, then just you're taking spots. Him, yeah, don't, yeah, use him to put over people yeah. or something. Well, don't don't put him And with... it's funny, though, but, like, AJ Styles didn't need Shane McMahon. No. AJ Styles needed, a, like, a, like we said, he could have been either in the title match, or he could have even faced Luke Harper for all I care. Just give it, put it in somewhere that both men are going to benefit from it. So Because it's match, such a weird dynamic, too, because his dad was in matches, but it made sense because he, but was not, the he, heel, was, he was the heel authority figure. And he was also in very rare matches when you really look at Vince Cray. He wasn't really putting himself in a time. Shane is like a, a 50-year-old baby face. That's, yeah, it weird. doesn't make a lot of sense. So uh, he ended up going on to defeat Shane McMahon at WrestleMania, as we said, in one of the better matches. And one of the things that bothers me always about Shane McMahon, so AJ Styles destroys him, puts his head through a car, everything, kills the man, dead! Came back later that night to challenge him on Wrestle- at WrestleMania. Couldn't wait a week on that one, Shane. Couldn't could put out a tweet. Couldn't, yeah, they, they, do they do a bad job at selling that stuff a lot. It's, it's always with Shane, too. Like Shane's like indestructible, the boy wonder, all that. So this is where the slippery slope I think we can both agree with here. This is where AJ kind of goes into the dark territory. Wonder on a house show. Be- well, we'll get to that. Don't, you, no, you, you just jump right in. You're like a <laughs> fish in water. Um, so Styles, after that, be- you know becomes the new number one contender after the shakeup. We even remember when they were doing these shakeups. Superstar shakeup. So Kevin Owens comes over to SmackDown. And, oh, by the way, after the Shane McMahon feud with AJ Styles, the next night on SmackDown, Tuesday night, they shake hands. They're friends. It's all good. It was all competitive. So that's like me smashing your head through a a car tonight. And four weeks from now, we fight. A week, two days after yeah, that. Yeah, it's not like they had like a nice back and forth, like, high school wrestling type match it was yeah, like a brutal feud yeah it was a chat like they challenged each other and anyway so he then becomes friends and they're all good and he gives them a number one contendership against kevin owens where at backlash which seems to backlash twice in one in like a four month span was really weird or uh, like six month span he, he got his foot stuck in the announcer's table and you have to remember that they were yeah. fighting outside and aj was trying to walk over the table got stuck and it made him look so dumb it's like the randy orton one yeah, but he pops up and goes, ah, ah, ah. 
Yeah. <laughs> it was just, he looks so stupid. He's flopping there on the, on the, like, oh no, I'm trying to get in and I'm stuck. It was so dumb. That's a heel. A heel should get stuck. The Miz, a character like him, gets stuck. AJ Styles, that's like Stone Cold getting stuck. I'm not putting them directly on the same level, but like, he was as over in, at the time if comparing. A few months before, yes. Yeah, I just couldn't believe the fact that they did that to him. It was, made him look so, so stupid. So then he was unsuccessful in winning the Money in the Bank ladder match, which that year won by Corbin. Corbin um, had a weird year. Corbin's been we, weirdly we booked also about, his yeah. career, but strangely, I still like him. I actually oh, loved him as he... the raw GM, and I was sad to see him go. Yeah, well, now there's no GMs. So Styles then defeated Owens at an MSG house show, as you were just alluding to. So it was, they were leading up to a pay-per-view. I think That's that so was weird. Battleground. And so Styles beats him at a house show, headlines, everybody. It's that whole, you never know what can happen at a house uh, we show. We were at one. We saw Finn Balor lose the, the NXT I think title. That was the one, I think that was right, it was probably a year before this. Yeah, and it was also when my television died. Oh, yeah, the cat. Desmond, by the way, didn't make an appearance last week. I he noticed. didn't. And so far, calm, cool, collected. Uh-huh. We got some new systems going. He knows we're moving. Um, so then um, AJ Styles, oddly enough, so he's the U.S. champion, just beats Kevin Owens on a house show, loses it back at Battleground. Two days later after that, in a triple threat match involving AJ and Chris Jericho, wins it back. Yeah, it was... This is a mess. This is where he started his, like, slide, and for most of it, he was the champion. Yeah, U.S. champion over here. It's weird. So then SummerSlam Styles faces Kevin Owens for the championship. These guys, good good in the ring. Just didn't work storyline-wise. And who's the special guest referee in this match? Shane McMahon. So we're just getting Shane back involved. It, Even though I'd rather him in this position than in a match. See, this is where I have the problem with the booking of AJ Styles. This wasn't booked well. Like, it, it just doesn't add up. Him going down to the level of U.S. champion doesn't make a whole lot of sense, you know? Yeah. Like, you say he's booked at the main event level, and I thought about it, and I was like, I guess he has been. But then there's times, like, the right when he came out, he was with uh, Y2J. And then here, like, Kevin Owens is a main event star, yes, but, like... This whole thing was just a weird Yeah, though. It was just... I feel like he, he and tried. And this was bad, make, Kevin Owens. So this was when Kevin Owens wore a suit and was saying he's the face yeah, of the United States. No, it was bad. It's just that that's not the Kevin Owens. We want the prize fighter. We want the guy who just wants to beat people's asses. Well, he was, and we can. I'm sure we can do a, a whole episode on him one day. But he was fight Owens fight, and that was such a yeah, cool character. And then he just became a chicken shit heel, and it wasn't. It good. was overnight too. Yeah. It was. Just, oh, he comes to SmackDown next year. He's like a different guy. Just that was messy. Didn't like it. So AJ ends up retaining the title against Owens at uh, SummerSlam, which. Then Styles, out of nowhere, this thing they keep going back to, reopens the open cha- U.S. Open Challenge. So over the it next— It was only good with Cena. I'm yeah, sorry. Cena, because it lasted and it was main events. You can do it, but just make it a TV title then at this point because AJ Styles defeated Ty Gillinger the first night. Nice to see Ty. The next week he beats Corbin. Then Corbin ends up beating him in a triple threat match against Dillinger— and AJ Styles and takes the title away again. So this, this title's flying all over the place at this point. Random muck duck. It really is, and it was uncomfortable to watch at this point. Yeah, this is where I put in the uh, when I was reading the, your little rundown yeah. here. This is boring. CM Punk. Like it. It was that level of Don't just. You ever do that I, CM I didn't. Punk I, that was I, almost I, as bad as my. Oh, I, I hate. No, I hate when people do the CM Punk chant. But like th- this deserved it. So this is where the spark came back for AJ Styles. Everything turned around going back from because he's really been floating here from WrestleMania through SummerSlam through the middle of your your winter season. He's just been all over the place. U.S. Champion Shane McMahon. Enough. So then at TLC, this is when uh, this is a Raw exclusive pay per view. This is when like oh, what was it like chlamydia or something was running wild in the Raw locker. It wasn't. Chlamydia. Oh no, it was like a, it was like staff infection. Yes. So Jesus Roman Christ. Reigns got yes. it. Um, 
Bray Wyatt received it. So Bray Wyatt was in a horrible feud where he was turning into Sister Abigail at the time. That was and, a and nobody wanted this. Nobody wanted this. Luckily, staff infection comes along, wipes him out of the match. So Finn Balor as Demon Balor takes on AJ Styles, which was announced day of and was a fantastic match. It was, really it was proved good. what those two guys can do for this company. And a match that I think the reason they picked AJ Styles was obvious. They needed a partner for Finn on short notice and someone he had ring, you know, um, chemistry with. And yeah. that was a perfect partner for him. But again, you're you kind of wasted. I mean, both members of the Bullet Club, you wasted a big bullet there. I know you needed. To, they needed you, something you, at that point. They for, were, you needed for the, the weight of the, that match. Yeah, the one thing WWE but always does. But it's not does. like that feud was a huge feud. Like it's not oh, like Bray Wyatt. Wyatt. Yeah, you there, could, there was nothing to that. That was. Well, who did boring. you want? Apollo Cruz in there? Well, I, I think you should save it because that again, like we said about Seth Rollins and Shinsuke Nakamura. Should have been a huge match. Yeah. Like, but it should have been WWE like a marquee. I agree. Like, I still think the same thing with Charlotte versus Ronda, but they were stuck in a position where Becky couldn't go. You put the best thing you can put in there. That worked out okay. Again, still, but I, think this I, would, have th- I would have preferred Carmella. You're crazy. But... Well, because you saved that match for yeah, WrestleMania. But, now it's now you've seen it. I think having that match also sparked much more... F- it it wound up working out very well. And that's what I think happened here. So... Styles takes the loss to Finn Balor that night, which is a great move because Finn Balor shouldn't be losing in the Demon, especially not nope. on a match no one really knew about. So then we get to November 7th, episode of SmackDown. And Again, Man- you're building stars. Yes, in, in Manchester, England. AJ Styles defeats WWE champion Jinder Mahal, who is set up to go against Brock Lesnar at that year's Survivor Series. Uh, they made a quick switch on that one. And they said, oh no. This is when I thought Jinder Mahal, you think about it, the whole time we're talking about AJ having a crap feud. This is when Jinder Mahal is your WWE champion. I didn't mind Jinder. I didn't champion. either. But the booking of it was Shinsuke Nakamura losing should have never happened. There's a guy. There's where you should have had somebody else in that position to take those losses because Shinsuke couldn't afford it at that time. But Jinder Mahal could have worked more, more promos, more vignettes, less all the time in the ring. But nonetheless, yeah, they, they, that was a big uh, criticism of mine at that time. Yeah, you had this heelish champion. You know the the foreign guy look to him. Give him promos in like, you know, fancy places all the time. Put him in India. Yeah, they only they did like the carpet in the ring and stuff, which was fine. But like, make it more. Like, I think SmackDown right now would do a better job with oh, his character, without a doubt. Even Raw, I think could. I think the no. thing is, well, I, I think no. it could. But I think the thing, especially then, was Shinsuke Nakamura was great. People wanted to see more from him. This was not a feud for him to go in and lose, and he wasn't ready to be the champion. It was a bad position. It was a really bad position. Yeah, Shinsuke he got out of the gates rough. It did, and so Styles ends up defeating Jinder Mahal in England. So this is the first time in the history that the title had changed hands. First of all, on SmackDown since 2003, and this is the, his second championship, but it was the first time outside of the U.S. or North American borders that the WWE recognized a championship title change. I guess Antonio Noki had done it in, like, the 70s, but they didn't count yeah. that for whatever that means. That was when there was no internet where no one saw. Yeah. There's no pictures. But, yeah, so this is the first time outside of WWE. So that's a huge thing. And with the win, Styles then replaced Mahal in that champion versus championship match at Survivor Series against Universal Champion Brock Lesnar. And that match... It was great. Was insane. That was like, that's everything you want. Because I know you have your criticisms for Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar. No, against... when Brock Lesnar wants to bring it, he can fucking bring it. Like, this especially like, like early Brock 2000s Brock. 
The guy's a monster. He's an athlete. And you can see that coming out. And he, he knows how to wrestle. He's not. And that's like the thing people always say, like, oh, he's a UFC guy. No, he was a fucking real wrestler before yeah. anything else. And he was a college he wrestler. He was an amateur wrestler. Him and Shelton Benjamin when they were. The guy they, from the Patriots? Oh, know, um. Uh, I forget his name, but. He's a legend. Not Hochstein, but... No, Jesus Christ. That's like that's like early 2000s I know, I, Patriots. But no, we'll, we'll, we'll come up with it later, maybe. It's, it's irrelevant either way. Yeah. But he's a great wrestler when he wants to be a great wrestler. Well, now when he's just like boom, boom, power move, boom, boom, power move. He went at it. And this is the thing about AJ Styles that I think a lot of people underestimate. He is a huge, huge man. Oh, yeah. He's a big dude. Like when he wore John Cena's... Um, armband on his bicep it, it was filling up just as much as him so him and brock i think was you know people were like oh that's kind of giving mcmahon a taste that a smaller guy can go against him kind of yeah, aj's a big dude i thought aj was going to win that match at one point it, he actually had me believing and it really reflects on what you we will see a year from this point when it was then became daniel bryan versus brock lesnar but like when you said when brock, brock knows when to go and i think sometimes maybe it is the braun Strowman's of the world he just sees like oh, this guy sucks yeah, I'm not putting this guy I'm over. Not, and I don't care. Like, like I'm not giving him the yeah, rub as he much. Sucks. Like I don't. I don't want this guy. But he sees an AJ. He's like, look at this hardworking son of a bitch. Like same thing he said. You know, the Dean Ambrose stories. All these matches that he's been a part of. Although I've heard, and not to sidetrack too much, yeah. but like I've heard, he loves Braun Strowman and wants to put him over. But I guess that's not the oh. case because it never fucking happens. That's interesting. But yeah, we'll we'll see. It's not going to happen this year, uh, or at least at Royal Rumble. So this match got a four point two five or four and a, thir- a fourth star from Dave Meltzer. And then this was the worst. So coming off of that, AJ's hot as hell gets the the rub from Brock Lesnar. Doesn't win, but exactly what you want out of a baby face when he's going up a monster heel that they've been building and building and building. See, I don't think he was hot as hell though coming into this. AJ? No, yeah. coming off of it. Oh, yeah. Like, he, he coming off, he's your champion, gets an awesome match out of Brock Lesnar, and this is the time when Brock was just doing quick squashes. Then you put him right back in the ring with Jinder Mahal at T at Clash of Champions, which we were at. Oh, God. We've seen some really, that. really bad main events. We saw Randy Orton versus Big Show at a, at a Survivor Series. That was, was the one the where they, like, they basically had to apologize for it because it was, it was so bad. Oh, so bad. So bad. And then this was AJ, who I just got to see AJ. That's great, and I appreciate that. It's not like Randy Orton or the Big Show at the time. I was like, oh, I got to see Randy Orton. This was a time where it was like, awesome to see AJ. But, yeah, Jinder Mahal and him headlining a pay-per-view – Bad call by WWE. That was in that match actually received AJ's lowest star rating from Dave Meltzer and his entire run so far. Yeah, in but WWE. it was still like three point one. Three point three and three, uh, fourth. Yeah, so he he can have a good That's match so with bad, anybody though, but for him. Oh, yeah. But uh, then for 2017, AJ Styles ranked number two on the PWI. Yeah, I think a, his a year top. before was better. I mean, I don't know where the line. You know, I know you see. I think the work rate might have been better here. Maybe that was it. Or he had the Cena match, which was a gigantic. Yeah, but the like, SummerSlam one, and then the year before, yeah, yeah, that is a, tough. And he had a better character. I think maybe if they're just judging on in ring in ring work, maybe. But his better character was before, and this is where we really start to slip when he gets the champion. Yeah. In my uh, championship. Well, this in is my all, I actually think this is where things turn up, but we can have that as we go along. So then it's announced early in the year 2018, AJ Styles will be the cover character a cover wrestler to WWE 2K19 that is huge news no matter who you are WWE doesn't just put any Johnny come lately on those video games those video games are a big deal to them and to give a guy like AJ Styles that cover announce it yeah all I mean who was advance, it before it was like Austin and had, Cena leading up you had Austin CM Punk since they went to 2K because this is after THQ folded you had John Cena The Rock CM Punk Lesnar and Seth Rollins and I think Cena was on it again, right? No, just one time. On one time. So those were like your consecutive years, AJ. It's going to be real interesting to see who's going to go on it this year. Right. If I had to guess off the top of my head right now, they're building... Since they already did Rollins, 
I mean, if Reigns was healthy, probably him. Did they already put him on there? No, Roman Reigns has not been on the cover. Yeah, he could be. Maybe they would do that. I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see where they go with that. So then at Royal Rumble 2018, he defended the title against Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn in a handicap match. Oh, this was, was a bad, bad. storyline. This was bad. This was a bad storyline. This line. was all... This made the, no sense. This was like the buddy-buddy thing with them. This was the mistake they made. They were giving Owens and Sami Zayn a bigger storyline while they were preparing for the return of Daniel Bryan, which we didn't know about at this time. But they kind of saw like, okay, let's keep these guys together. Let's do this unit thing. Let's keep them against Shane, it which was, has been going on. It was on. just so bad, though. And it just didn't make sense. Why is AJ Styles defending against two guys? Like, And I know it made him look strong at the win, but it's like, why is this even happening? But it wasn't a good pairing. And you think that Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn can do no wrong, and especially as heels, but it just, like, the turn when it happened was kind of cool. He was pulling him off the table in yes. the match against, was it... Uh, chain yes yeah like it was kind of cool but it just it never developed into anything i really think that they are there they should be separated Who, for a long time in, yeah they don't need to come back together and like we can get into this like later in the podcast but i would love to see owens win the royal rumble if Ooh. he's if he can come back and feud with Soon-ish. daniel bryan oh as a baby as a baby face because he could cut like but the, he's a raw guy it doesn't matter. You can, but if you win the Rumble, you can yeah, switch. That's the one out they have. They could just say, uh, we've heard on the Bruce Pritchard podcast where like, we said this guy was going to be on SmackDown. Ah, fucking put him on Raw. Yeah. We need him on Raw. Like, yeah, that's it, where we need him. Yeah. Just put him in there. Uh, so, Nobody cares. Yeah, so Styles won that match. And so now you think, okay, he's heading into WrestleMania as your champion. But before that, Fastlane. They had to throw something cool at us, I guess. So they was part of a six-pack championship match where Styles defended against Owens, Zane, Cena, Dolph Ziggler, and Baron Corbin. That guy just keeps Yeah, he just keeps, keeps getting in, in the there. big picture. This man. match, if you remember, I remember we were together for this one too. This is I think when you beat me twice on two bets, I was completely oh, yeah. wrong about. And I, I still am embarrassed to this day. My yeah, game. Roman Reigns was shirtless. Yep. And Nia Jax was, was thin. Yeah. And I was like, You're wrong. Not and only you were thin, right. Not only thin, I mean she's still beautiful. Oh yeah, no, it's not about that. But you said she was a model, she was thinner. And I yeah. said, No, she was a plus size model. And you were dead right. Yeah. You were 100% right on both of those. I was completely wrong. Uh, about the shirtless thing, so you don't think we're too weird. It was about when he was attacked by Seth Rollins. Oh, you that, can think we're weird. Yeah, I guess that's fine. I already said weird <laughs> things. Um, so, yeah, this was a six-pack challenge of Fastlane. Action-packed, crazy match. AJ Styles was successful, which I was happy about. I just don't like a lot of the title changes in between Royal Rumble and WrestleMania. I like, yeah. a, I like a big, long build for um, those that's WrestleMania why the, matches. That's the Elimination Chamber before always kind of irks me. Yeah, it's, it's going like, to happen again this year. Save that for another spot. Or don't put title matches. Like, with this women's ta- title tag team going to be as part of them, like, just use the chamber for those cool, like, first time or needed or come cutes. up with some sort of structure where it's, like, the final five people or the final six people that were in the Rumble will get a chance to challenge they for the other title if they win this match. There you go. Something like that. And this one got a four, or this uh, six-pack challenge got a 4.25 star rating from Meltzer I mean, it's all people one. who can go. Yes. So then we gear up for WrestleMania 34. Styles took on Royal Rumble winner Shinsuke Nakamura. In a bad baby but, on, versus baby build. The issue with this was Shinsuke Nakamura won the Royal Rumble, which was an awesome call. One of the better Royal Rumbles in years, the men's Royal Rumble last year. The issue was, as soon as it ended, he goes, uh, Renee Young goes in the ring, she goes, okay, Shinsuke, you just won the WWE Royal Rumble. Who do you want to face, Brock Lesnar or AJ Styles? And he just goes, AJ Styles. Everyone's going nuts. But it's like, why are you making that? Why is that promo even happening? There's another paper. There's two pay-per-views we're still waiting for. This is before we had the shitty uh, rap song where everything's coming as one and Carmelo drinking water and those promos because they're all one pay-per-view now. Five hours every goddamn month. Build tension. 
They build a story. Oh, it's so aggravating. They it was... were two baby babies going at it, which doesn't usually work. They didn't nuance it like they did before in his other feud. So it was just, it was lackluster. And the match that they had at Wrestle Kingdom, I remember hearing about it. I oh, watched it. What? It was great. It's awesome. This one is, it, it was okay. It, you know what it was? This one came in. Everyone was saying, I remember I predicted it. I remember talking to a lot of people down at WrestleMania. This was going to be the main event. It was time for them to move off of Roman Reigns in the main event spot. He could still be a big player. He was Russell, He's like main evented 18 WrestleManias in a row. And they were finally, this was the time for him to show the work rate, guys. And I will give it to WWE. They made the right call. Wrong booking with the way Lesnar and, and Roman Reigns ended. But they made the right call. Because this match, the crowd... Maybe it would have been different if Roman Reigns already had fought and lost. I don't know. But it's just the crowd was there for it. I feel like those guys didn't get it to that next level. Something. And then AJ wins the match. Fine. Good call, I, I, I guess. And then Shinsuke Nakamura low blows him. The crowd goes nuts. Goes absolutely ballistic. Loves it because it was something different. And then he an continued edge. that for six months. <laughs> then he became the low blow master. So the way AJ Styles won his first championship is now turning on so, him. But it was very lackluster. I mean, it's the, a great heel way to turn, put it. the heel turn was whatever. It's fine. I, I didn't care for it, but I get it. They had to do they something. They needed something, yes. But he should have done that before the Royal Rumble. Or, or before given WrestleMania. Well, yeah, so in yeah, that before build. WrestleMania. Yes. Like have like AJ Styles come out that night, congratulate him, and then kick him in the nuts, and then you have a good story. Yeah, or even need... after the Fastlane one. After Fastlane, his music hits, you're like, oh, and like they both point to the WrestleMania sign. Well, AJ's looking up, drill his balls. Because to be able to pull off the baby versus baby for me, you need two effective promos. AJ Styles, at his very best, is good, very good at heel promos. And yes. He's you know, a C plus B plus at babyface promos and Shinsuke can't do it. No, and he had the best promos going there for a little while when he was doing the I speak no English. Yes. Because every As time the they'd ask after this. Yes. After this. So Styles then, I feel like this went on forever. It felt like you know why? How many times did they face each other? Four. Four title matches. And Styles won every single well, should I say, retain the title. In every single one of them. So this means they went at it two weeks after WrestleMania and we a whole nother mess. Did the greatest Royal Rumble. This was a double count out. Backlash was a no disqualification match that ended up in a no contest because both men were like destroyed. This was and, when SmackDown was bad, by the way. And then, the, yeah, this is when there was dark. This is the fire Road Dog era. Yes. Um, and then, which no one should have fired Road Dog. It was just no, a we, way of complaining no, about creative. And then, Money in the Bank with their final one. Styles ended the feud by winning a last man standing match, and it was just bizarre. And it was it was good to get it over with. See, I think this really tainted. That was my a great match, vision. by the way. Yeah. It was. That was a really last man standing yeah. match. Just some of my least favorite matches, but these two guys really—you could see Again, that was the it time they the Seth Rollins level to me, where I was just so not interested in the feud at this point. Which I can't blame you for that. It's like, come on, like you can't have the same like dick kicking thing throughout the whole fucking feud that lasted way, way, way too long with a guy who really can't cut good babyface promos. And see, I think heel. he's all right at those. He's he's, a, he's good when he's the cocky heel. He's good when he's the... Sh- no, 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 the no. cocky baby face. Yeah, the Shawn the Michaels baby guy, face. yeah. Not the, like, I'm, like, for the kids. Like, kids are still gonna like him if he's the cocky guy because yeah. he's fucking cool. That yeah, is like what, what he's he doing right now be. with Daniel Bryan. It's a little Which bit better, but again, I've seen that too much. He's in that same territory right now. See, I think during this time, the only reason it wasn't good is because Shinsuke Nakamura, who isn't a promo artist, it's hard to go back or forth. Uh, but they kept like it that. for so long. Well, that's... Like we said, it's four title matches. And we're talking WrestleMania. That was where it started. And no, it, it started ends. right after the end of the Royal Rumble. Well, the feud didn't really get to the next level till WrestleMania. But fact. it was also a straight line book. There wasn't yeah. really like left turns like. With well, like, they, they did uh, by the no disqualification match. But no, they no, both no. Couldn't get up. But what I'm saying is like there was no like 
uh, James Ellsworth situation. There was no, no like zig and zag. Yeah, so there was no guy add a third there, guy in just to, just it was to spice the, it, it up. It was the raw way to book stuff. It's this guy versus this guy. We're gonna do it every week. And no new. And ones. you always feels like like someone like this is just speculation. Someone like a Triple H is behind this feud. Like, hey, this will be good. This will be good. And Vic goes, oh, it'll be good. Oh, it'll be good. And he's like, he disagrees. He's trying to probably get I don't know a woman in this match. And then all of a sudden he's like, Triple H, like, no, we're really fighting. Or somebody creative you knew wanted this, and he said, okay. And he just said, we're going to bash him over the head with the same thing for like four months. Uh, so coming off of that, this is this is like the, how do we clean up this feud? How do we get this in a different place? You have a red hot Rusev win a number one contenders match. You have Rusev Day with the Aiden English, Lana in his corner. Rusev Day. The best Rusev you can get in an Extreme Rules. They well, well Rusev is always great. No, he is. But this was, I thought, the this height was the of height Rusev. Because he was a heel. Got huge reaction from the crowd in a good and bad way. You had Aiden English in his corner and Lana in his corner. Everything's going. He is a package. This is when they were cheering for him on fucking Raw. Yes, this is. He was a package deal. And he's going, on SmackDown. And going up against AJ Styles, who's a great ring competitor. You know this was going to be a good match. And you needed AJ to get a, one of those nice wins back under his belt. But you also had the doubt maybe Rusev could go over. Yeah, it's no, a I nice didn't. match. Not no, you didn't. Close. No, no. I'm always. I'm, I'm, I'm Russo always is in the uh, Cesaro category. Not only losing his first name, but. <laughs> They're, they're never going to—I mean, they should they should have given the title to both of them by now, but they don't. Yeah, well, he's got a U.S. title. Uh, so then at Extreme Rules, Rusev lost to AJ Styles, and this made AJ Styles the longest-reigning WWE champion in SmackDown history, surpassing who? John Layfield? JBL. Oh, that's fine. Pretend for the people. What do you yeah. think of these other podcasts are? You think they don't have all this info in front of them? Uh, by the way, the greatest uh, two-step going to the ring I've ever seen. Oh, it's, remember what he felt? Yeah. <laughs> I know Titus World Slide will always go down oh, as like the God. biggest like mishap, but JBL coming out one time doing the two yeah, he almost falling. ate the metal stairs. Oh, it's incredible! Uh, so then during the summer, Styles started a feud with Samoa Joe, which one of my personal favorite feuds again of this year. A feud everybody wanted to see that didn't live up to the hype, except in one oh, spot. One oh, spot okay. it was good. Well, I want to see what that is because to me, they went at it at SummerSlam, which I thought was an awesome match. That but was the one where they smacked the shit out of each other. They just other. went out, and that's what that happened with the, the Shinsuke versus AJ and the and the Money in the Bank match. You could tell these guys just said, "This is it. We're just gonna rip it. We are gonna let it go." And I so that I was watched good. that with a lot of non wrestling people, and they Which were one, like, the "Shinsuke one? No, this one, the Samoa Joe one." Yeah, we, we watched that together. That was at Kevin's. We watched at SummerSlam. No, no, no. I didn't watch this match there. I came later. What were you talking about? This? Would you jump in the middle of the pay per view? Yeah. I'm pretty sure this was the one where they slapped the shit out of each other, right? No, I think that I know you came. That was different. You were because it was during football. This is before football, so oh, you were there for this. Oh, one. so I'm and confusing this one. So this, but this was a great match. I did go at it, and again, this is where Styles and Joe went to a no disqualification, uh, losing disqualification. Since Styles and Joe rivalry continued following SummerSlam. Oh no, over, this one was okay. This yeah, one was okay because then you had Styles, and this is when they added Wendy. You know, Wendy. This is when the feud got turned up. This was when the feud started for me. It became really personal, good, good. and it, they did a good use because AJ Styles, if you don't know, super Catholic, uh, super Christian, super like family man, has yep. four kids, all tattooed on the side of his body, big into his family. So what happened was Joe said he knew this was the best Samoa was, Joe we got by it, the way. His promos were excellent because he was saying that's your weakness. You are excellent in the ring. You're unde- you're you're unbeatable. But when I get you emotional, I will beat you. So he was going after his wife, going to his house, cutting all this stuff, basically saying that. So this is when the feud was legit. This and was, this was the match. What, what pay per view was that? This ended up being Hell in a Cell. Okay. Yes. 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 So Hell in a Cell, you had a rematch. This is where they the beat the shit out of each other, and they honestly did. Like they, it was, sl- they sl- this could have been a Hell in a Cell match, by the way. 
It should have been. I don't know why it wasn't. This should have been. This should have ended the night because it was that good. They slapped the shit, hit the shit up like they were going crazy. People I was watching with who don't watch wrestling were like, "Wow, they're really doing some." Yeah, shit this here. is this is a guy, two guys. Their, their body was their bodies were fucking red. Yeah, like, and, and these guys have a lot of history. They Ring of Honor, TNA. So this this was like, and they got that one match at SummerSlam in to kind of re you know get comfortable with each other again. And this match they went nuts. And this had a cool finish where AJ Styles as a babyface. Tapped out to Samoa Joe, but the way his Samoa Joe's yeah, body was angled, it was a pin at the same time. So Styles got the win, which I didn't like that way of doing it. It you, should have been the other way around. So you want it? You think Joe should have won, or Joe tapping? But Joe Sty- tapping, but uh, and still Styles keeps the title. No, no, no. He gets pinned and loses oh, so you the want, title. Oh, you it should have been the switch. Okay, but I doubt they'll ever give a title to a Samoan that's not related to the Rock. So that's not going to happen. <laughs> well, they're all related. I thought isn't that the whole no, story? No, Samoa Joe's the only one who's not. Only Samoan? Is it like Moana? In the history of WWE. Is it related to Moana? Probably not because The Rock was in that movie. Damn right. Not a bad movie, by the way. Uh, so then Styles defeated Joe two more times. That's yeah, right. Two they more drove times. it into the ground. But you know why they did? Because look at the pay-per-views that they beat him again. Super Showdown, which wasn't like a real pay-per-view. Even still, though. And then Crown Jewel. What are we doing? That's where you put AJ just against a random guy. Ty Dillinger, for all I care. Exactly. But, like... You had the blood feud match. Have one more match after that. Having two, even having one more is too much. Like resolve the bad pin or whatever. If you're not going to put the title on Joe and move on. So I think here's one issue that I'm seeing from your, from looking through your eyes for a second, is that Shinsuke Nakamura and AJ fought in four pay per views. One of them in Saudi Arabia. That shouldn't really matter. Then you have it's Samoa Joe. But no, I know. But then you have Samoa Joe and Styles. And same thing. It really was two pay-per-views, but then you had two of these, you know, we're doing it for the money in Saudi Arabia and in Australia. But they still would have had a pay-per-view. And I'm fine with that, but then put them in a... Like, it doesn't have to be part of your television story. Like, those are glorified house shows. We all know it. Nothing major is happening at these doesn't events. doesn't matter. You tell me what's important. You promote it all day no, long you're right. shows. You're right, but this is what the issue that they did with AJ. I think AJ and Samoa Joe was one of my favorite feuds of the year. They had some excellent matches, but this is just like, oh my God, you're overkilling. And I you're thought they had one classic... Yep. At Hell in a Cell. The others were good, but like you're doing too much damage by having the straight line booking with no story. Yeah, again, you're right. And so this point, The best story was with the Wendy part, and then it kind of tr- it kind of fizzled away. Especially when Joe isn't getting any wins. Even if it wasn't for the title. Even one of these should have been non-title. Give Joe a win to then give him another title shot. Something. So then on November 7th, Styles then surpassed the three hundred the rare three hundred and sixty-five day mark as a WWE champion in a lackluster reign becoming the eighth man to have held the WWE title for a continuous reign for over a full year and at this time that's when the rumors were going wild you know obviously all the stuff with CM Punk was out there CM Punk just lost another UFC fight Brock Lesnar champion over there but they were saying Styles is the perfect guy to surpass that 434 day mark so you think that will get you a little past WrestleMania this coming year WrestleMania 35 so that's where everyone's kind of thinking that's where the booking is going and then and then another dick kicking feud and then, yeah, the dick kicks never end with AJ. He won his first title. And it's by still one. going on. Well, that's the thing. So then on November. Now we're going to see this. This is going to be the, the fourth or the fifth time. And we saw it on TV well, and like well, a baby face match. So November 13th, five days before Survivor Series, where we were hyping up Brock Lesnar, AJ Styles 2. Paul Heyman's cutting great promos. People want to actually see this match. It's actually something. But we, but we're skipping over the fact that Daniel Bryan. Going? I'm just standing up because my knee hurts. Oh, okay. Uh, I probably should. Mic. Yeah, that might have not been good for audio. Do you want me to stretch? No, I'm good. But didn't didn't they fight? You should do it off of standing up. Down. Didn't they do this? They fought one more time before well, they this two on times TV. This. So or three at Crown as Ju- baby faces. At Crown Jewel, it was supposed um, Daniel Bryan wasn't going. 
So at Super Showdown, he beat The Miz to be a number one contender. Crown Jewel, he wasn't attending because he was one of the... Him and John Cena refused to go, whatever. So he lost to AJ Styles before Crown Jewel. Then he fought Samoa Joe again at Crown Jewel. Coming off of that, we get here. So, so we've already seen this match. Twice. Yeah. So now we get it on November 13th, five days before Survivor Series. We're all excited for Styles. Lesnar, too. I was jacked up for it. Daniel Bryan gets a title match. Out of nowhere, he's already on Team SmackDown. Him and The Miz are like co-captains. He's fighting in that match. Gets taken off of that in a title match that night on the pay-per-view. Beats AJ Styles for the WWE Championship. Out of nowhere, AJ Styles taken off of the Survivor Series card. Daniel Bryan versus Brock Lesnar is booked. Excellent match, but just odd spot for AJ. And a lot of the rumors are going wild at this time that AJ Styles' contract was coming up in early this year 2019 where we're recording this again not booked well here not necessarily and they were saying that AJ Styles was going to take a Randy Orton John Cena deal where he's going to kind of slow down his dates his house shows his signings so the rumor is that to do that deal we got to take the title off of you and he said it was cool with that again this is all rumors Meltzer everybody but it makes sense this guy was flying through every feud he bought Shinsuke Nakamura no he 18, was dragging through but it. my point is he's he cruising title, through the yeah, title yeah. Eight different defenses against two different guys. He had to throw Rusev yeah, in there. You're, you're... I don't know. I get it. That's it's rough. But it was some of these, you know, low points had some really great matches in it. And so then, like I said, it just snapped it right there. So Dan Bryan gets in that match, like I said, um, ending a reign of AJ Styles in 371 days, which tied him for the eighth longest reign in WWE Championship history with Randy Savage's 88-89 reign. Like was that when, and that was when Hogan was That away. was, yeah, the Mega Powers explode. That was that whole storyline time. So WrestleMania 4, basically, to WrestleMania So five. here's another problem. Or 3 to 4. Because who's he feuding with right now? Dan Bryan. I know. That's the problem here. He's had three feuds over this championship ring. So he, and over, he, it's he, way he, over a year. He beat Jinder Mahal in December of 2017. Yep, had a and, mini feud with him. Yep. Had a mini feud with Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Yep. That also kind of tore it into that six pack challenge. I'm not giving a feud there. Then you had so that's two two dash three. Then you small had one. it's real small. But so I'm just then you had Shinsuke. Shinsuke. Then you had Rusev for a hot minute. Yep. Then you had Samoa Joe and Daniel Bryan. So at the most it's seven if you put Samoa. Um, you know, Owens Seven, and Seven, but three of them took really, up over a year. Yeah, the, for the most part. And all of them are great opponents. That's the thing. So that's why I don't... But they weren't the right opponent. They weren't the right heel. They weren't the right... I mix. think they all were. I think the length was the issue. No, and, I think the these, booking of it was bad. Well, I think the booking's bad because of these stupid pay-per-views like Super Show. No, no, no. Don't blame it on but the pay-per-view. I am because... You, no, 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 no. no you, you blame it creative. I can blame the pay-per-view because you just put them in a different match. The pay-per-view, pay-per-view is... No, no, no. The pay-per-view is just a show. I understand that. You're told to put on You're told to put on shows all the time. Yeah. You are, I am. Yeah. Okay. Correct. It's the effort that you put into it. It's the writing that you put behind it. If you just book the same two people straight ahead the whole time, it's lazy. Is that not lazy? I, no, I agree. That but I think that's part of my issue that you could have just put somebody else in those pay per view matches with AJ. You yes. give the rub to an R truth for all I can. Exactly. You put and him they in, didn't do that. Yeah, that, but, that, but that, so that's I think not on the pay per view. But I'm saying these pay-per-views shouldn't have had the same exact match. So Super Showdown three weeks after SummerSlam, I don't need to see Samoa Joe again against AJ Styles. Give AJ Styles another Rusev match for like here. Or give him uh, Baron yeah, Corbin. That's, that's or, creative, not having a backbone to say we're going to do something different out of one of these two things. You know what it was, too? It's them short-selling the Australian crowd because they're thinking, oh, well, we just did this at SummerSlam, our big American event. So when we bring it down here, it's a big deal. No, you put it like second in the card, by the way. 
put champion versus champion. Do something that special for them. These are house shows. We shouldn't be counting them. We shouldn't be watching them. I shouldn't have seen these matches. These extra bonus Samoa Joe ones. No, I know I am. I'm consuming all the wrestling, especially AJ Styles. He deserved better than that. I think we can both agree. So, yeah, the lows might have been some low in there. But uh, just to wrap it up, in 2008, he got another match, TLC, which was an excellent match. I don't care if we saw it enough. AJ Styles and Daniel Bryan put on a hell of a match at TLC. And this is what branded the new Daniel Bryan and AJ Styles. This is what Vince McMahon. It was great. So to wrap up 2018, AJ Styles was voted number two again in PWI's top 50 right behind Kenny Omega. Okay, clearly this has to be just wrestling. Must be. But like, I don't know. There's but, no way yes. they're basing this on character because he was no, not it, one of the top is. five, ten, ten characters probably in wrestling. There's no way been, he was. Well, wrestling, no, you're right, because there was a lot of stuff. So now we're upon the three-year anniversary of AJ Styles where he's embarking on another match at the Royal Rumble with Daniel, with Bryan. Daniel Bryan. For the fifth, sixth time? Uh, fifth time, I believe. Fifth or sixth. But because we also, if you, you want to count the one right after WrestleMania, they were, that was the first one-on-one match with Daniel Bryan. You know who should be one and two in the Royal Rumble this year? AJ Styles, Daniel Bryan? No. Or AJ Styles and Finn Balor? No, no, no. Seth Rollins. Yes. Yeah. How perfect would that fucking be? The crowd would go insane. Yes. And you can I have told him you go this from day all one. the way to the fucking should, end. Like Benoit be. and uh, whoa, whoa, Eddie Guerrero. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, that is the type of shit that would just make the crowd go nuts. Yeah, next week I can't wait to talk about who. We'll have our predictions on who we think So hopefully be there's some two. switcheroo on so, SmackDown where that match doesn't fucking happen. No, I know where there's some frustrations in there, but I still they're believe. Still, they're, booking it, uh, they're booking it in a situation where I'm like, all right, Daniel Bryan is fucking super hot right now. The AJ Styles thing kind of brought it back a little bit, and we can get back now into regular wrestling because we're caught up. But like, it brought it back a little bit. But AJ Styles' character still doesn't deserve this. He's not like no he AJ does. Styles. The, no, no, he AJ does. Styles, yes. the human being, the wrestler, totally deserves everything. One hundred percent. His character, the way his character is being built and told. No, you don't. No, you're 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 done. It's the same exact thing that's going on with Seth Rollins. He keeps getting the shots because he, he steps up to uh, a McMahon family authority figure. No, again, th- how cool would the, those storylines be if you flipped it and instead of getting title matches, you get one and two in the Rumble? That's great. I, I d- don't disagree, but we, that's not happening. But yes, but, but the, the, his character. You you can't tell me his character, like the character of AJ Styles, deserves to be in this match. Uh, and well, since his character won a number one contenders match, he but does. But you know what I mean. But yes, like, no. The way this should have been a Mustafa Ali. There should have been somebody. I've always said the Royal Rumble. We've already gone over that. I don't think th- I want him in the Rumble. But I think the long story short of this. Too late. Three years now. Let's look back. I think looking at it now, it's still the best three year run because he's on top. He's the face of the company for a lot of this. He's facing the biggest opponents he can within the company, from Roman Reigns to Chris Jericho, Dean Ambrose at the time. He had a f- match against Finn Balor. He had feuds against Samoa Joe, Shinsuke Nakamura. Like we said, John Cena over two occasions. This guy, aside from that, WrestleMania 33 is such a sore thumb with Shane McMahon because his WrestleMania opponents go. His last year Chris- was he was on top, but it wasn't good. But still, look at like tell me anybody else that had the first like Kurt Angle and AJ Styles have both the parallels of the best first year in WWE, like from debut to the the one year anniversary, the best runs I think of those two. I'll give you he had the best first year, year and a half. But there's no but even still his he, he had the best first year, year and a half. This last part of it, I don't think you can count. I think that's where it cuts. I off. think the third year is stronger than the second year. Because the second year you had that Shane McMahon feud, Kevin Owens, what are no, we no, doing? No, like the, the, up until that point, like that first year and a half, he was great. The end here has been bad. 
Nah, I can't. I won't. No, I still think bad character. I, he's see, his a great. Character's fine. I no, think, it's not. I think you're, the problem is no, you're he doesn't too much have repetition. a character. Yeah, but nobody has character. He at least I think he does. Becky he, Lynch he, has character. Yeah, but we're talking about the people that you actually like. Overall, there's seventy thousand people. There's eighty wrestlers. Don't 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 compare. No, but no, I'm you not just did, You just did. You just said Becky Lynch has a character. That's a comparison. No, no, no. That is a that's an example of to your counter. It's still a comparison. But you said nobody has character. I what you're not. doing is you're blaming the problems that like, oh, well, nobody st- has a character. Well, it's not like it's he's everybody a- who's lacking in this. It's not just him. We're not talking about everybody else. I we're talking a about smile to my voice. no. We're yeah. talking about AJ Styles. No, I know. So my you point- keep bringing up like, well, Seth Rollins. You know, everybody's okay. Like so upset. AJ Styles doesn't have a character. He, I think he does. He is the guy that thinks he is the best. He is the guy that says this is his company. This is the guy that says SmackDown is his show. I don't he believe, believe that show. Okay, but now you're so if you don't believe it, that's one thing. That doesn't lack his character. Yes, just it be, does. Just because he's character. not a mailman or a postman or a porn star, that doesn't mean he doesn't have a character. His character is that he rises above these situations. He doesn't dip into doing like nefarious things. That is his character. Okay, you can say that all you want. You can say it till the cows come home. But unless you put him in believable situations... Well, I, I don't have that power. What I'm saying is, you're looking at it from like, oh yeah, he's there. It's like in a movie if they say, this guy's a great singer. But you hear him belting it out and it's like, no, he's fucking not. That sounds terrible. But the, the story, like they're just saying, oh yeah, he's a good singer. No, he's not. Like his character, like what I'm watching isn't coming off. They're saying all these things, but it's not transferring. Like there's no connection to it. Like Becky Lynch is a badass. Flat out, you can yeah, see. Yeah, but go it. back eight and months. Becky Lynch wasn't a badass. But that what turned. I'm saying is, right now, like you, you can keep saying like other people aren't doing it. No, I'm he, not saying it. You are. You're referencing other people to show you that it can be done. I don't disagree. It can't be done. I don't think. I think it's there. I think there's a lot of AJ that is there that you just don't like that you are not connecting with. Because they're not making me connect with it. But why? He's but not they think selling him it Daniel, as well. But him and promos. Daniel Bryan are money right now. They, no, this last week they were money. Before this, AJ Styles. Eh. That match at TLC was incredible. It's all right. But but I think what you're looking for is what you're getting a little bit. And I know you have like all this like I don't like WWE and all this. He's stuff. in the no, same storyline over and over again. Let me what is he rising above? Let me finish here? what I'm saying. You actually now are noticing WWE is giving you more of what you actually like, and AJ Styles just isn't that right now. Yeah. Where you come on here and complain, say, oh, there's no this, there's no that. You're actually getting a lot of good stuff, and you're finding an issue where they're putting AJ Styles as just the wrestler, and that's not good enough for you now. It's like I said with the Vince McMahon thing. If they had milked it a little bit more, he just, it was it was like, it's just, we're going to get it done real quick. Like, he needed to push, Vince needed to push his buttons for a while, not just a quick one-minute thing. Like, that's how you build a character. They're just doing it quickly. They're just, you know, taking a shortcut. You need to give depth. You need to build longer stories. You need to but draw things out. You have so much No time. one's going to disagree with you with that, but that's why... So I'm that's why issue. his character isn't where it should be. His character... But long the guy he plays no, on television. I know what you're saying. I, I, you keep saying the same thing, and I've answered every time you said it. The point here is that AJ Styles, character or no character, he's facing the same guy several times over. That's the issue. He keeps fighting the same guys. That's where I think your, at least your issue is the most. And you want things to be stretched out. They don't stretch out anything. Nothing is long. There's 15,000. We both watched probably, what, 19 hours of wrestling over the last two weeks? It's like nothing is, is longevity. Nothing is deeply seated for a long-term storyline. AJ Styles, I think, is still as good as it gets when it comes to this, what, what they're getting out of him. Whether you like his character or not, I think there's nobody you're getting more out of than AJ Styles. 
for match quality. Match to, quality. To, yeah. Match quality. But I still also think like when he's on the television, I'm watching. I'm interested. I, I don't care about his promos. But are you they're turning, meaningless? Are you turning? Would, I, because he's facing the same fucking people. So was Samoa Joe's promos meaningless? Because he was facing AJ Styles for four months. Yes. So the, there was that, only one so hot part, and they kept it going feud, too long. Every feud, whether it's your Becky Lynch, are facing the same people over and over again. They're nuancing Becky. I agreed, but I'm just saying I'm using her as a reference point. Who? Oh, no, who you're using you like? her, and it's okay. Yeah, but because you've been talking about it the whole damn time. Name another wrestler you like that hasn't faced the same person over and over again. That's what WWE has done. And that's what I'm I'm saying. Like you keep saying this is what they do. It is. We're examining one person, and I'm telling you why it's wrong. I'm not denying that. And you're just saying, well, that's what they do. I'm 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 well, sick I'm of watching the product. I, I know I know you're watching the product. It. We can't change what I has know, happened. I know, but I'm not sitting here with that mantra of well, there's nothing we can do about it. We're talking about what's wrong with AJ Styles. I'm telling well, you I'm what's not, wrong I'm with AJ what, Styles. I'm saying what's awesome about him. I'm saying know, he's the greatest but, thing since sliced bread. Your sliced bread is now that good. I, I like a big loaf. But we're like I'm not comparing him negatively. Like like the, I'm not saying the business is bad. This is what happens. Just deal with it. I'm telling you how to fix the problems with him. Yeah, but you're all right. And you're saying, well, it's the business he's in. Well, then that fucking sucks, and it's shit, and this is what they need to do to fix it, and they're not doing it. And just because everybody's in this situation doesn't mean I'm going to be like, all right, well, I guess everybody's in this situation. I expect more all the time from television. Television is at a place right now where it is kicking ass. And like I said before, they're not hiring the right writers to build the stories. No, to that, get people over I, and to I th- tell better characters. And I think we're really going to find out a lot about that now in this new kind of era kind of thing they're doing, whether people want to say, oh, no, there are slight changes that we're seeing on a week-to-week basis, and I think someone like AJ Styles is going to be a centerpiece for that type of change where he doesn't, no, he's not a promo guy. He is not the most outstanding, you know, like character, larger than life character guy. He is your solid wrestler. He is your fan favorite. He is someone that easily the crowd gets behind. He should be doing quick promos. And people just like him. His aura is bigger than, you know, his character, let's say. Like, when he comes out to the ring, he feels like a big deal. So he might be someone that benefits from some of these new storylines that we will see. And I it's guess It's going in a better direction now, yes. Yeah, so I think that's what time will tell here. I still think looking over this whole thing, regardless of character, regardless of this has still been a run that is remarkable for a WWE company who kills everybody who comes from outside of their own company. They have Sting came back and didn't win a match and almost died. But just because a guy wins a fake wrestling match over and over and over and over and over and over and over again doesn't mean that it was good the whole way through. I know. I still think it was a great three-year run as a whole. As a whole. And I think the last year especially was not entertaining from a story standpoint. There were two or three really great matches in there. Yeah, you there. got Samoa Joe story. See, I, I agree with you there. The one point of the Samoa Joe story When he was going after his wife pitch. and his daughter was in there. Yep. Daddy, you're bleeding. That was and a then, line. That was about the best story I got. The rest of it didn't have any story. He had some good matches in Yeah, there. a little bit of the Shinsuke. There was story about talking about their history and where they fought in all over the world. Yeah, CM Punk. CM Punk. CM Punk. It was boring. I hate that word. It was boring. I think when you was like I would be like, no, fuck this. This is not holding my attention at all. Because I've seen it. Yeah. Well, yeah, there's not what we can do there. I still think... I agree. This guy is... Top five wrestler all time, like Ooh, in yeah. ring can like I don't yeah, even think he, that's arguable. No, I think you're right there. Like his ability, and he's in done ring. it everywhere. He's done it every, and he's stage. still doing it yeah. at the highest level. Probably, yep. if not the best, one of the top right now. Yep, and has been for probably close to two decades. Yeah, but the last years, like as an interesting character on TV, he's not you know 
great. Like it could be like a guy, you know, on Walking Dead who's killing everybody and top of the mountain, but his character sucks. Like what's his name? I don't know, Rick. Oh, yeah, exactly. Just The Walking Dead itself. That's why I had to say it. I'd be like, yeah, I guess you got a point. So I still think the best three-year run for a wrestler, it's highly debatable, clearly. You know, the stuff we're not going to see eye-to-eye on in this one, and I like that. You know, what the hell am I supposed to say? You're not going to convince me. This was a long one, so if you made it to the end of it, let us know. It was worth (laughs) it. I think if you made it here, if you're listening right now, you've got to pay off. That was a legit argument. That wasn't like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah whatever. I sometimes, like, when we're arguing, like, I, I'm always worried about time. On this one, wasn't worried about Fuck time. you, Russ. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah the ball, you caught the ball. Um, so to wrap it I up, I did. Uh, the match <laughs> of the pod here, we'll both pick AJ Styles' match. You'll, you've heard us both kind of swoon over these matches earlier. You go first, Bill. Uh, it's going to be the SummerSlam match against John Cena. To me, it was probably one of the top five matches in the last, I don't know, five years of WWE. Yeah. Just perfectly told story in the ring going back and forth they felt the crowd it was it was great it's i've watched it probably seven times yeah it's it, it go out of your way to, to see match yeah. that one's just an excellent excellent match for me it's the one i talked about earlier in the uh, pod it's roman reigns versus aj styles wwe championship extreme rules with the interference and inclusion of the club and the usos just kind of like the gang warfare of it all just insane match i think roman reigns best like just an outstanding performance from roman reigns and aj styles just money the whole thing was great it's a it's a great match it really is hard to find a bad aj styles match they're out there um but yeah yeah i think that was just disappointment shane mcmahon wrestling it was no weird. no so shane mcmahon how is the screwed best up is this <laughs> that you think shane mcmahon and i'm not saying you're tell wrong me, i'm not saying me, you're tell wrong. me i'm wrong i'm not i just gotta say that AJ Styles, Shane McMahon, Way AJ match. Styles, Chris Jericho, AJ Styles, Shinsuke Nakamura. If you were just thinking, like, without seeing, you got to rank those, you're like, oh, probably Shinsuke, then Jericho, then Shane. And it'd probably flip them. Yeah. It probably goes Shane, Jericho, Shinsuke. But the Shinsuke one actually I think is a better no, match. It, it goes, was, it goes but the Shane, was the Shinsuke, hype. Jericho. It was just overhyped. Like, I remember going It still going in. was a decent match. It wasn't, like, a clunker like the Jericho one. But, yeah, Shane McMahon... Had the best match so far at WrestleMania with AJ Styles. That, it doesn't make you want to get sick like a little bit. I'm nauseous. It makes me. I just farted. It, it makes me upset because it, it it goes to the point where like I've pointed out a few Shinsuke matches now that haven't lived up to the hype. Yeah. And oh man, that is. Woo. That's one way to cut you off. All right, oh. so we have upcoming podcasts. Uh, first off, thank you guys for listening throughout this thing. Yeah, Give us your it. thoughts, your feedback. Woo. This would, I, you know, we should probably cut some of these up and put on YouTube because yeah. there's some interesting points we made here and going through his his run. It was a lot of fun to do this. We're thinking maybe one character deep dive um, per month. Um, maybe we'll do polls on that. Maybe we won't. I think we know one Bill would like to do, and we can uh, discuss that in upcoming weeks. But next week we'll be back with our Royal Rumble predictions. We're also going to have our watch along for a Royal Rumble. Uh, that poll is up we'll continue to retweet that on there is the 92 the 05 the 09 and the 2011 and for everyone like criticize where's 98 first of all 98 wasn't the best rumble 99 is the best rumble 98 well was 98 the one that vince won no 99 is the one vince won. okay that, that was the better, better one the 98 one is just like austin's the rock took con- the cool flip stunner yeah but like that's austin's coming out party for the yeah. most part yeah. terrible guys in that match there yeah. weren't a lot of good competitors the, the in cool that one match. in that the, that's the three face of foley that was cool yeah. but like yeah and we're gonna be here forever we need to save good stuff I know. for a good response by that on those people like it'll be like, and then everyone just kind of like yeah you're right and then they vote that's yeah. all you gotta do vote complain do whatever it's twitter we know what we're up against uh then the night of the royal rumble we'll have our uh live reactions you never know could actually be live i do have a camera on this uh thing we could just put it on youtube live at the same time or, or the that. instagram what yeah. do you mean 
Well, I might be in pretty rough shape at the end of a rumble. That's even better. So we want people to watch. <laughs> oh, uh, oh, oh. Yes. For this Royal Rumble poll. Watch along? Yep. Yeah. I'm going to take an Uber here, and I'm going to play a drinking game to during the, the Rumble. During the Rumble. You know, I was thinking, well, we could talk about this off air. This All is something right. off air. But uh, any final thoughts here? It could be AJ Styles, life-related. What do you got? Um, I don't know. Uh, I will say that Shinsuke Nakamura is edging into the territory of, wow, this guy may not be as good as we all thought. Because he comes up a lot with like, oh, that match wasn't that good with him. Yeah, he's a guy I wouldn't mind seeing dip out and go back either New Japan or maybe this AEW and put him in a position where he's just a wrestler and he doesn't have to be like these larger than life characters WWE tries to make them because he's not really. He's got the song, but that's about it. That's He is all entrance. He's like Bobby Roode to me. Yeah. And Bobby Roode somehow it's worked out with him in that tag mat, tag team with Shane Gable. Eh, it's made him better. Like, eh, let's be honest. Did you I'm really not... give a damn when he was coming out before? No. I, he I should just be a heel. NXT, yeah. Yeah, yeah, put him back down there. All right, listen, thank you guys again for listening. Appreciate it. We're also going to start posting appreciate out. Appreciate Appreciate you. <laughs> F- appreciate uh, Lil Wayne. Worst live performance of all time, Lil Wayne. And if anybody dare argues me on that, you're gone. You are tapped. You are the you're dumber than Billy trying to defend yourself. All right, quick, yourself. quick, quick. Best oh. live performance you've ever seen. Oof, Bruce Springsteen. Oh, God. Oh, man. Oh, God. Mine's Rob Zombie. I heard he puts on live show. Never seen him. He's I've great. heard insanely good things, though. Uh, I think my cat's about to break a glass bottle. And my wife doesn't seem to be moving. All right, that'll do it for this podcast. Thank you so much for listening to Rossi on Wrestling. I am Jason Rossi. You can follow me at Jason D. Rossi with my tag team partner here, Billy. Who you can follow at Billy D. Twenty four eleven. Is that that's for uh, Tyler Ty and Law Drew Blitzo? No, Dana Barrows. No, that come on. Swear to God. I know, but that just makes me a little sad. I'm gonna change my Twitter to eleven just so it could be Drew Blitzo. So. Anyway, thank you guys so much for listening. We will be back next week with our Royal Rumble predictions. <laughs>